You are about to experience the Corpse Cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 49 of the Corpse Cast podcast. I am Mike, and we got Shane Yule over there. What's up, my man? Hey, everybody. How you doing? Shane, right. how was your holiday season, man? Oh, it was long. Yep. How was yours? It was really super duper. Yeah, super duper on the good sides. Yeah, it was. You love the family. You, you know, love the, everything, the everything was great, but you know what? And, and we were talking about this before. I love the holiday season, man. I love it. I do too. I get in the I get in the cheerful Christmas spirit and whatnot. But one thing ruins it every single year for me. Every yeah. year, and that is actual Christmas Day. Yeah, is such a pain in the ass. Getting up and talking to those people and just uh, dealing that, with them. That and getting up and putting together toys and uh, running down to Walmart. Except for I don't I don't I usually wait till the day after to go to Walmart do you put to get the batteries toys together and shit. like. Well, you do it like during the week before, right? Well, you don't, you don't, you don't like. Well, what the, three o'clock the, in the morning? You're not putting stuff together. No, no, no. Well, no. Either way, basically, like I had to put together some power wheels and stuff like that. We do that, you know, in advance and stuff because that's what's quote unquote Santa Claus got my kids, you know. Yeah. So we lay those out and it's nice, but then they open up all the packages. Yeah. And it's like I got to put all that together now. And you know, and read the instructions because they want. Yeah, they want those kids. They want that right then and there. Yeah. So, oh, this toy. So you know what I have them. You know what I have them do. I sit in the Nona room. I put on some horror movies. Okay. Yeah. And I have them line up their line up their boxes in a row outside the door. Outside the door in the hall. Oh, I'll go ahead. I'll bastard. go in by myself and I'll make it. I'll put it together. You know, and then put that out. Grab the. You, should you know, put a yep. little bell out there so you can go next. Well, I, ba- I basically do. Ding. So and so, your shit's ready. Yeah, you get the next one. Walk in, close the door, put it all together. It's just so much fun. Ah, ah, Satan! Ah, 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 Satan! Exactly. Ah. You're like, all right, hold on a minute. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Ding. Here you go. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? I just I had black candles on in a loop while I was doing that. (laughs) Not really. Go. <laughs> exactly, dude. Nothing going on in here. No, that's that's the beauty of the of, of the holidays, I guess. Is a big. You know what though? Seeing the kids come out, the Christmas morning's all fun, and you know it's all about them. So I get it. So I put up. It's with the it, glow but, in the eyes. It when, is when you see their eyes glowing. They're like, oh man, Santa Claus did me right this year. You know, and I'll tell you what yeah. though, the weeks leading up to it, I'm always feeling merry. You know, yeah. and now I'm feeling good because it's all over with and it's done and everything's put together and I don't have to do anything else. And oh, oh yeah, I'm with you. That's just nice, man. You know what? I watched the entire series of American Horror Story. The first season, the right? First season, dude. Okay, let's hear. Let's see your thoughts. It was pretty good. Okay, I enjoyed it. There's a lot of man ass in that, dude. Oh, you love it. There's a lot of man ass. There wasn't enough kind of. Even slightly naked. I love what's her name, Moira or whatever. The oh, oh, maid. The, the redheaded maid. Holy! Isn't shit. she a little too old for you? 
sorry. The other. Sorry, the sorry, other. sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, dude, she's she ugly. Okay, okay. okay. Power bottom. They brought that up. Wait, 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 wait. What? American Horror Story kept bringing you... up Power Bottom. Okay. Now, okay. here's my question to okay. you. All right. I realized watching that series, Power Bottom, yeah. and I was like, I do not know what that is. Right. Do you know what it is? Yeah, I know what you it is. explain it to me. Um. Okay, so basically a Power Bottom is a... Is a homosexual male that really? I mean, I don't. I don't know if they have to like it, but are really good at taking it. Oh, okay. So I was almost there. So, so, it, so it is taking it. Well, it's funny because uh, because I had a gay guy once look at me and say, "Dude," we were joking around and stuff, and he said, "Dude," he goes, "You know what? If you," because I said to him something like, "You know what, dude? If I were gay, I'd be a freaking bear." He goes, "Yeah," and you'd be a power bottom, and I'm like. What is that? And he kind of said, "What? What did you say? What was the first thing? A well, berry goat? A, a bear? A bear? Oh, because a bear. I'm all hairy and shit, you know. You know, and I, so the I bear work is with the, the guy. We're the good pounder. buddies and stuff. No, the bear's like the big, you know, hairy. Oh, okay. You know. So we'd both be bears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, I kept hearing Power Bottom with that whole kind of gay segment didn't. That we're doing. I was like, you know, I don't even really know what a Power Bottom is. It's funny because the the. the the guy, the guy that I work with, we've been, I mean, I've worked there for eight years and we've been really good buddies, you know, ever since I started there. Cause he's been there too. And it's like, you know, we always, you know, kind of go back and forth and whatever, but we don't really ever get into gayness. But that one time was enough and we haven't since then either, yeah. which was, it was it got kind of a, well, it got a little too real for me, I think, yeah. you know. Yeah, got it was, a little awkward. You're like, who? Well, one one time he even looked at me and is that he, the same guy that wants to drink uh, Jägermeister and go? No, 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 no. It was absinthe in the Jenna tortures. Yeah. No, that's a totally different guy. He's oh. he's gone from there. No, but uh, yeah. So so you know what's funny though? See, dude? I thought that it would be just you're really good at clenching on to the like a kind of a Listen. like a Mississippi. <laughs> Crab, you know, or a Chinese finger trick. Listen, maybe you know how to hold on to the peener and not let it go. Uh, Maybe, maybe it is because it's not like it's not like he sat down and said, "Let me give you the definition of power bottom." Yeah, but the way he said it, whatever, made me think that it's just a dude who likes to take it up the butt. Like loves it. Besides that, I enjoyed the series. I thought it was pretty good. You know what's cool? Everyone's talking about Asylum. I'm thinking that's better. Um. Okay, I have watched up through episode eight of Asylum. Okay. And it's better. It's better. And uh, the well, Zachary Quinto, the guy who plays the the dark haired gay guy. Oh, okay, know? yeah. He, his character the in Power this, Bottom is that who I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched season one. But I'll tell you what, man, it's it's really it's funny because it's like half the time I'm like I can't believe they got away with that on just like regular cable. I'm totally. It gets worse the second one. Really. And listen, the next episode that I have waiting for me at home right now. Is called coat hanger, and I'm like, what? Something about a coat hanger, and I think it has to do with an abortion with a coat hanger. Dude. So it's like, what? In the I mean, I enjoyed hell? it. I thought the the entire series was pretty good. You're, I think you're gonna like. It's funny because they have uh, they have a they have a lot of the same actors playing totally different characters right. in a totally different setting, and it's I think it's super. Jessica good. Lang kicked ass. She's in the second. She's one of the main characters in the second one, dude. Sweet. And it's. Yeah. She's, it's it's just really good. I mean, I, I I mean I have to admit I thought the first season was really good, but this second season is shocking to me. Yeah, and you know I'm jaded. I'm I'm excited, but I'm gonna wait till Netflix. Sure. I mean, when's it on? It's on what like Wednesday nights or something. I don't know. I've been downloading them. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I mean, I have cable people. 
And yeah. I have FX channel. My DVR just didn't work, so I'm, I'm having. See, to... that's why I never watched American Horror Story. Is it's on? It was on like Wednesday night. Yeah, and I rock the 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 band. Oh, you don't have it. Well, see, I could even have so, it. I, I usually DVR stuff. No, I don't DVR. Nothing. Uh, well, the, the, I don't DVR anything anyway because the only live TV I watch anymore is sports. Yeah, and it's like I always see the score. So what do I need to go back and watch that for? Exactly. Get out of my face, people. What else is going on? Ah, the Corpse Collective video podcast, episode 11, was released this last week. Oh, yeah. Nice. We were, it was the one where we did uh, Lugosi's Morphine and Maniac. Mm -hmm. So, God, we filmed that forever ago, seems like. I love that. I love, I still love Maniac. Well, I. Right now, I still love it. You know what, too, is Lugosi's Morphine, people. It was a pleasant surprise. So go check that out if you got a Roku box. Speaking of Roku boxes, I sent out uh, James's today for winning the Haiku Challenge. Okay, and so you just sent it. I out sent today. it out today. So he Indeed. is just patiently waiting right now. He's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see these guys." Reagan. He's probably jerking off into a cupboard uh, or something like that, like like Dylan McDermott on American Horror Story. Jerking off on a desk with his ass cheeks out yeah. all the time and clenched too. Yeah, did you notice that? All right. No, I didn't look down. Oh, I don't like it. Crap, sure I you feel did. uncomfortable. Well, guess what? This episode we're going to be talking about. It's hard to describe this band. Are they psychobilly? Are they horror punk? It's kind of a mixture. Psychobilly, horror punk, psychotic carnival. Oh, okay. Yeah. From Kiev, Ukraine. I did not know they were yes. from Ukraine, man. Okay. From the Ukraine. They're, so we've been talking a lot, like on the video show we did, uh-huh. uh, Living Dead Army. Right, from, from Hungary. Hungary. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean... You can hear that influence in there. Uh, you know what? It's funny because they are a lot different. The, the band's called Hellfire Socks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you can kind of tell a little bit of a difference there. Yeah. The movie we're talking about is Feast. Oh, yeah. From, what was it, 2005, 2006? I shouldn't have even brought it up till the thing because now I'm going to have to go down. 2005. 2005. But basically, uh, the reason why I wanted to do this movie why? is because I heard that Feast 2 is really super duper. Really? Yeah, and I haven't seen Feast 2 yet. I, I started it, but I only got like 20 minutes into it or something. And you get to see giant midget dong in it. Which oh. Is, well, I don't know if it's a giant dong or just in relation to a midget. You know, it's a sure, normal-sized dong, and then... That's, that's you're, I think I you're right. I think it you're could right. be either. It could be I a little bit of both. It could be a, just a giant, normal, human-sized dong that's on a midget. <laughs> And it's like, wow, look at how huge The guy's is. running and it's flapping back and forth. It's like, holy shit. Okay. That, that may come into mind. That may or may not. I mean, not midget dongs, but <laughs> but Feast 2, Feast 3, okay, and all cool, that may cool. or may not come into my notes for the movie. Mm-hmm, excellent. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, so that's why I picked number one because I didn't want to be lost for Feast 2. Yeah. And from what I can tell, they did some flashbacks. I didn't need to watch Feast 1, but I'm glad I did. Yeah, you know, I hadn't seen it all the way through before. And I think I feel like it's a worthy a worthy movie to do on the show, so that's yeah, what we're was, doing. It was a good one. But yeah, man, that's 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 basically all we got. We got everything out of the way. We talked a lot about male like power bottoms and, and midget dongs. And what midget, do you want from us, people? Power bottoms. Good night. And, Shouldn't we just do one of these? Good night. <laughs> I am at, like, yeah, pull a George Costanza. It's it ain't gonna get better yeah. than that, folks. Turn Goodbye, off the radio, we give them that, and we just turn it off right now and call uh, You know what, though? I would do that, except for we had a lot of nice people calling some voicemails. And I don't want to, I don't want to, like, shit on them, because we, you know how much we appreciate voicemails, right? Uh, it's my favorite portion of the show. I'm not, and you know, I'll tell you what, it makes me so happy that people would call, and I don't. 
you know, I just, I, at least we can get through that. How, how about we do that? Okay. The question of this episode, you ready for it? Yes. Um, it seems like there are a set of countries we're getting used to for seeing horror movies from, you know, come out, you know, foreign horror movies. Right. U.S., Canada, Italy, Japan, Korea, Spain, the U.K., maybe, and there's a couple more I think I should have added, for instance, France, because there was a shit ton of France, but that's not on there. It's not on it's there. It's not on so there, so that's that means totally everyone's going to call in with France. Yeah, what's your favorite Germania. horror movie? Not from these countries. Germany was not one of those. But yeah, you know, you can't like say, you can't go and list every country. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, what, what's your favorite? Yeah, just like you said, what's your favorite horror movie from Zimbabwe? Yeah. It's like, you know, I know. It's a, how it's in like, the hell? The gods must be crazy, obviously. Of so course. There you dude. go. I assume that's from Zimbabwe. I have no idea. Close enough. Whatever. All right. So why don't we do this? Let's uh, fire up the old uh, mini laptop and get into some voicemails. Woohoo. <laughs> bad, bad, bad. Right, Shane, what's up? This is Alan. In and out. Question episode, which, uh, Foreign horror flick, die dig or whatever from another country besides the one you named. Um, well, first I've seen about Germany, I think he's making and sense. you know, mm-hmm. for a while it seemed like they were just pumping out really hardcore, sick, nasty gore films, which is and I freaking loved it. I mean, you're a sick bastard. You had Burning Moon, the Violent Shit trilogy. Oh, uh, I don't know that was German. Prometheus, Lord oh, of the Dead. Oh. Oh. You know, just slinging gore and depravity everywhere. Necromantic, Necromantic oh. 2. Those went down at Cadaverland oh, history. Germania. Indi- well, I, my, I don't my think people. they're doing that Indi- anymore. People. Could be wrong. Maybe I'm just not paying attention. I, so, isn't the guy, isn't Tom Six German? My current one is I Hong Kong. Kong. Um, I really think okay. that Dreamhouse or Dream Home flick. Ah, we're remember. doing that this week for the, the video name, show. Yeah. That was really good, so I'm going to have to say Dream Home out of, or Dream House out of Hong Kong. Y'all have a good one. Bye. I'm going to have a good one because he wished it to me, but he may or may not have been having sex. I think he was making whoopee with some young lady that he knew. Or a power bottom. We're no judge. And he's just make a dream home. That's a good one. I haven't seen this it. is going to play into my answer. Oh, dude, you've, you're all, you're hooked up this episode because everything's going to play into something. Somewhere. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all a play. Oh, man. All We're all, play. it's, it's all coming. It's, it, your plan is executing nicely. Yeah. Dude, that's great. Um, I haven't seen Dream Home. I'm totally stoked to see it this week, dude. Because we're doing that, what, what, for episode Best 16? Best kills I've seen in a movie in years. Well, I cannot wait to watch it, man. B tow truck called in. Oh God! Wow, guys, how the fuck are you? We're good. Hey man, I know it's been uh, it's been a few weeks since I actually called in and left you guys any kind of messages and Pig. told you any kind of stories. And uh, you know, it's because I've just been real busy, just getting uh, uh-huh. getting things prepared at the ranch <laughs> for the rapture. You know, the expectation <laughs> right. of Armageddon. Right. And uh, well, you know, at least I got the repopulation chamber. All in order. Oh. Lights are set up just right. Oh, really? All the tools are on the wall in alphabetical order. You know, anal beads to zipper suit. Ooh. Um, that, uh, zipper suit plays. Did I mention I was a power uh, bottom, Brian? I mean, what? I really don't fucking have a whole lot to say, man, other than, you know, I don't have an answer to the question, the episode, or anything <laughs> like that, but I did take, uh, I did take Shane up on his advice. I, I went for a walk in the park last Wednesday with 
we weren't uh, together there. Uh, it was, yeah, it and was, I got to tell you, it was stimulating. It was it was definitely interesting. That's what I'm trying to assume. Uh, you know, we sat and Which talked part? with a couple of crack dealers and a vagrant about the state of the economy and politics. <laughs> And, uh, However, you get. Uh, around, I watched a couple of skate racks vandalizing the, the skate park there while I sat and smoked my track. And, <laughs> and uh, oh, you know, we sat However, there you get and, your and, bang uh, on. Get your bang. together. <laughs> and we sat and watched the swans. And, you know, just. The beauty hung out and all of that cool. ugliness. Anyway. Oh, um, isn't that. It's, it's yeah, like a Norman Rockwell. Not much isn't to it? say. Indeed. Other than I love you guys. And I'm glad that the world didn't trick, end without you too, me. Bro. Or without you. Especially because we need uh, you Wednesday. I love you, and I'll see you in a few days. Because we got some extra duty to do on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't know how to use the focus, apparently. When I say we... Yeah, yeah apparently. So, so we, we don't. We, well, I'm, I'm not saying him. It's not his fault. Without you in, in my, my life, I'd slowly wilt and die. Tow truck, we love you. But with you in my life, you're the reason GP called him. Next, GP, I love you. And that fat bastard finally gave me something what I wanted for Christmas. I'm talking about Santa. Don't put money for that. <laughs> got me what I wanted for uh, Christmas, and I got my raccoon. Oh, he got the yeah, raccoon. Heaven now. Got my uh, zombie TV going nice, on. Nice, dude. Got the, uh, the corpse collective watching that. Nice. Um, and. I actually got, I, I saw uh, Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things for like the first time in like... Nice, and he years. made a comment about the hot and zombie you, chicks. That show creeped me out now Not more ugly. than it did back then. It held up pretty damn well. So I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm geeky as a school boy. Cool. Yeah, I am so, it, is, it is so cool. <laughs> so um, uh, thanks once again introducing me to some cool shit that I don't want to live without. Dude, the Roku's right? a badass mother. So, yeah. Let's get right to it. Question of the episode. What's your favorite horror movie from a country that is not, you know, Italy, Japan, Spain, One of the normies. Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, in other words, the crappy countries. <laughs> That's right, I said it. Um, you know? Is that what? <laughs> do they make horror movies in Uzbekistan? I don't know. Yeah, um, the closest thing I got is it's not a the dead. It's yep. it's not technically Africa. African horror movie, but it is an set in that in it is an African. Well, movie. you don't see a lot of like me. African. Aren't they so from the England? They're not really Af- African zombies. You don't see. You see a lot of them. Maybe, you know, American people or English people, or whoever the fuck those Ford brothers are. Just say whitey. That's a real kick-ass movie, a really good song movie. That's one I see. Yeah, in a while. We ought to do that for the video show. We could. Right. It, so. You might like um, it. I've seen the it. Dad? I I'm going to cut this short because I don't get GP'd. Because <laughs> uh, my wife is hungry on the computer. I can't use the speak bite. So oh. I will talk to you all later. Bye. I wonder if he had a timer because that was real close to three minutes. Good GP, for him. GP, love you. Let me tell you something. Okay. You may have heard of this guy. Oh, dear. He's got a little podcast that says, I got a little electric chair. Okay, yeah, cool. I got a little in an electric chair. Sure, I love that guy, man. He loves the dead. You haven't seen the dead. I have not seen it. We're and gonna... I want to see it. Okay, well, here's the, here's the deal then. We will do that for the video show because I think it's from Anchor Bay and that's one of the approved... One of the ones that we've, that we've yeah. got to prove through that. So let's do it for the video show so JP can see it because he's got a Roku box. Yes. 
So yeah, I'll put that on for February because we're booked up for January. And totally we're, booked. we're doing six episodes in January. Yeah. <sighs> and possibly without mentioning any names and out of focus portion. <laughs> Listen, I feel like that's my fault. It is your fault. It is my and fault. And let me tell you why. Okay, okay. Because you were there before we even showed up. Setting everything up. Here, you got to realize something too, though. All of the bands that we talked about were in focus. Uh-huh. And after we did the movies, the intro was in focus. Uh-huh. But for some reason, Excision, they, the, the talk we did on Excision was not in focus. So we've just got to... That re- was my Marley Matlin. Dude, dude. Dude, dude, dude. Let's stop right there. You, that was, you know what? Here's, here's, here's what I'm going to do. I don't know if I can re, re, you got to redo it. Re, uh, I'm gonna, you know what, what I'm going to do? I'm going to put re, that, I'm going to put that off. Remake? Be quiet. Re, re. I still, we, we do a three camera thing now. And one of those cameras is, is, is securely right on your face. Here's what I'm going to do, dude. I'm going to put your Mary Matlin. <laughs> I'm going to go through, get your camera, the one that was in focus, and I'm going to put your Mary Matlin on the group. I've got to do that. I've got to do okay. that. So, because it's there, it's whatever. It is probably one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Your, your okay. impression. I, I, I don't remember that. Oh, dude, remember. it is so funny. It is, it is the greatest. Okay. Dude, okay, so help me. If I don't remember, help me remember because I still have all that footage. Okay. You know what I could do? I could just do, never mind. Anyway, uh, Jake the Snake called in. Let it rain. What's up, Mike and Jay? Is Jake the Snake? <laughs> ah, yeah, a little bit tough um, question again this week. Uh, and because of the holidays, I I don't have time for some research to figure out what my answer would be. Who's done? I'll get that after this call. Uh, He's got his corn dog but, uh, down in the microwave. Anyways, yeah. uh, but I do want to call about <laughs> the movie of the week. <laughs> what you did this week, Miss A, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yes. I mean, what a classic. I mean, so good, dude. Let me give you a little history about this movie. Um, well, with many of the good horror franchises, I gotta watch some out of order. I mean... <laughs> Really, I mean, I think the only classic ones I watch, I'm not counting, like, the the, uh, newer ones, like Scream and uh, Saw, mainly because those were coming out. Talk about my Saw! Able to see them in the cinemas, but the only one I did see (laughs) in order was Child's Play, and that's about it. But, but, like, with many other ones, uh, I view these out of order, and, well, I watched Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 first. Dude, and that has, like, 90% flashbacks. If you've seen Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, um, you will know that's probably not a good idea. Dude, I'm going to pause just, it real quick, because I bought I bought a DVD that had Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 1 and Part 2 on it uh-huh. for Make Your Bay. I watched Part 1, and, uh, you know, Loved obviously it. last week you heard... You, did, did I give it... I, it deserves one. Here's yeah. the thing. I watched Part 2, and it was all flashbacks really you know the baby you know how there was a kid in the baby in that in the wreck yes you know it's from the baby's point of view and it's all flashback dude i swear it's like 70 percent that's kind of weird yeah but listen it was all filmed here so we got to give it a pass totally anyway the first 40 minutes are basically um 
the uh, first movie itself, basically. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the uh, second movie is a whole other story. I will say that I do enjoy it from a so bad as good level, but I watched part one, like, probably shortly after, thinking, well, maybe they didn't have exactly everything in that movie. Oh, and, well, well, I found out they did. By the way, do you hear his beeping microwave? Everyone, like, every oh, man, 10 seconds, some, it'll beep. He'll say, them, he's got some of them mini corn dogs. He, it'll be like, your mini corn dogs are done, Jake the but, Snake. But, 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 mm-hmm. you cannot, you've got to turn those little mini corn dogs over. I wonder if he's give done. give it another 30 seconds. I wonder if it's done or if he's already turned them and they're like, eat me, eat me. And now for that's what it's doing. That's the mustard. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, there were some newer stuff like the uh, no, grandpa at the beginning. <laughs> and uh, there were not enough new kills and that kind of let me down. Yeah, it was But good. you know what? I will say that I, even though I viewed it a bunch of times recently, the most, my most recent viewing, of course, was the uncut version, and the Jewish oh version. man, it it changes <laughs> a whole lot. Let me tell you that. First of all, you don't know shit about Jews because I know that's they are the uncut. Right? <laughs> no, 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 they are the cut. They ones. are the cut. Yes, okay. I get all that shit mixed up all the time. It's like my Asians. <sighs> wait, wait, wait. It's, it's like, like it's like my <laughs> Asian movies. Let me let me explain okay, okay, something okay. to you. I'm out of the goddamn loop on everything in sure. life. Sure. Okay. All right? all right. Cultures are wacky to me. Now, let me tell you this. <laughs> okay. And I hate to go off on a tangent. No, but please do. Yes, please you're do. right. They are the cut. <laughs> yes. They are the yes, cut. Yes, yes, yes. Cut yes. off thy th- Thoris skin. Yes. So that I can be closer to Thor. <laughs> right? Absolutely. It's like with my Asian movies. And my Korean movies uh-huh. and everything else. It's like Asia. Okay. okay. Yeah, Oriental. Asian. Chinese. Hong Kong. You know, I get Is all it, this. What? My Spanish. My mm-hmm. my my Spain movies. Uh-huh. My Mexican movies. Yeah. I get it all mixed up. Dude, the Mexican, Mexico and Spain are like on two different continents. Bro. I know. But okay. I get that all mixed up. I, it happens, man. Don't, don't beat yourself up over it. Do you know how I can tell my Korean movies from my Japanese movies? Oh, dear. I'm almost afraid to ask. Because the Japanese are sharp with their language. They're sharp and tight and... and And they they always end with... Now, the Koreans, Uh they have... Little kitty voice. They got a little <laughs> bit of kitty in their voice. Okay, and they they got a lot of meows. Oh, really? Okay. So it's like bing bop bop meow come on meow Okay, that's cool. So I can tell. And when I watch those movies, <laughs> the Japanese have way longer subtitles. Yeah, oh, yeah. Koreans zip fast. You can't read nothing. <laughs> and it's real fast. Oh, dude, I have not noticed that, man. You're very perceptive, Shaniel. So I'm perceptive in some things, but shitty in others. Okay. So thank you. Okay, all right. Let's... Thanks for bringing that up. Okay, like, pretty much like the, uh, um, oh, shit, about to get GP'd. Yes. Uh, I'll be right back. Thanks, Snake. You should set that microwave. Snake channel. 
Eat your eat your mini corn dogs. You should I set the microwave to the goddamn uh, GP. The GP thing says so like, beep beep beep. Ding! I'm done I, talking. Did you notice and that he's like, "Oh shit, I'm about to get GP." Yeah. So he was doing something. Yeah. But anyway, uh, he called. He did call back in, so that's good. And back. Okay, so uh, like I was saying, like my bloody Valentine, no, and I first watched my bloody Valentine. Like I said, probably earlier this year when you did the that show. But I wasn't too impressed by it. But what? when you watch uncut version, oh, oh yes. man, like a whole new level. I mean, you I know, totally agree. The antlers go through well, the slasher form, stomach, man? and that chick getting gutted by the box cutter. And yes, yeah. let me tell you, I thought the uh, boyfriend getting thrown out of the window first. By the way. I forgot who you compared the boyfriend to, but I think he's like the love Johnny. child of uh, Emilio Estevez and Michael Sarah. <laughs> Put him in anybody back, Johnny. Um, but, uh, Michael Sarah. I thought him getting thrown out of the window when I first was a pretty line kill at first because I'm like, okay, you just get thrown out of the window. <laughs> that doesn't even look that much of a fall either way, but oh, man. This viewing, I saw the panes of glass, the pieces of glass, I should say, sticking out of him, including his face. that big ass and his torso. Oh shit, that was awesome. That's so, what yeah, you think when you think people jump scale, out of the window. I'd say you know, oh, they're the gonna have a bunch of too. glass in them. Yep. Yeah, about time you get to this. And I hope next year maybe you'll get you a part two, or yeah, you know what? Forget part two. Yeah, really. Next year you gotta do. Black Christmas because did you do that on the cadaver lap? Like, did you? I don't uh, think uh, so. I'm not going to go into that whole Stewie Griffin thing again. I don't know. I don't know if we do that or not. No, no. Yeah, you got to get to that. Then maybe. Plus, next year it's been a long time. But Night Deadly Night Part Two. All right. Bye bye. Dude, can I can I say Ding, one thing real quick? Your hot dogs are done. Do you, <laughs> do you know when we I started the cadaver lab? 1982, July, summer of July 2008, July so 4th, we, under so the we're stars. Gonna, we're going to make this, we're going to make it, obviously, the Corpse Cast is going to make it to July easy, mm-hmm. uh, because we've got more momentum right now with the video show and this show than oh, we've ever had. I'm a firecracker. That's what I'm saying. So that's going to be five freaking years, dude, of podcasting. Of this you. For myself, yeah. But all I'm saying is, is... There, we, ha- I don't think I've, we've ever, have we, I think we have for the video show. I think we've doubled up on a video show episode, but there's so much shit out there to review. Oh, but yeah. for a holiday show, I'm willing to go back and do Black Christmas. Have you ever seen it? I've never seen it. And, no. and, and, you know, and, and, and the thing and is, too. Plus, okay, go ahead. The thing is, too, is when you go, oh, we're doing inside or we're doing this uh-huh, or we're uh-huh. doing that. I don't want to go watch them until I get yeah, to Yeah, I do that, too. I, I, the thing I is. I like is, to save it up. Well, most, well, many of the movies I've never seen before, or I have wait, I, or it's been so long that I want to watch them again, but I hardly ever, between this and the video show, I mean, that's a lot of movies per month. Hell that's yeah, really all I watch anymore are movies for the show. So I want to get some good ones, man. Well, let's do it. All next I'm Christmas, we're, we, well, let's pencil that in now. For Black, for Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Let's, next we'll Christmas. We'll do it. Um, also, we're going to. you fail. To deliver that because no, something else comes out, we won't Jake fail. can call in again. No, and we say won't you fail. Didn't do it. 
We won't fail. Plus, there's there's one movie that's on our list now that I know we did for Kid Averlap, which was Cannibal Holocaust. Holocaust. But you've never I've seen never it. seen it. So we have to do it. And I won't watch it until we get there. It's that good, dude. Or that memorable. I have seen that picture with the chick with the gun thing with the, through her asshole and with out of her mouth. What? The gun through the mouth. It's not whatever. a gun. She's what like impaled it? on a on like well, a giant stick. Yeah, whatever the hell it is. I was like, I, <laughs> I imaged that. You know, I was oh, looking okay. for hot anal action, and that came up, and I was like, Google image. Oh like, ah! shit! Yeah, yeah. Not you'll the see anal it. action I was looking for. That'll be worth it. It'll be it'll be worth watching again. Listen, I. Anyway, long long story short, I don't know if I love those movies, but I will watch them every once in a while just to remind me that I'm alive. Yeah. How's that? That's beautiful. <laughs> James called in. From this the darkest, deepest pits of a body shop in purgatory, <laughs> an evil force has risen. When not all over the place, being a filthy, grinding grease monkey, this evil spins its lunch break, learning to count to five. The rest of its work day is spent not listening to any Corpse Tab podcast. Oh, dear. This is what happens when a digital viewing device is one. <laughs> yeah, digital boys have awakened a vengeful spirit. Now, <laughs> they must pay. Coming to a bone phone near you, oh, January 2013. 5754. Five, Laugh my budging A off. <laughs> I don't. I'm lost with this guy. He is in ecstatic. Listen, all I'm saying is, is within the next couple of days... He's going to receive his Roku box. He's going to watch the video show and go, He's in really? sexual That's pleasure a, town. Well, Everyone else is going, I hate that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, nobody hates James except for his annoying thoughts on Insidious. I mean, uh, really irritating as shit, right? What is that, dude? Because I like that movie. I did too. Listen, James is one of those guys, you know, listen, on the Facebook group, He's, he's like pushing the limits of comedy, I think. Okay. Cause he didn't like Insidious. Him and Chris Wargo. They didn't and like- I was the first to coin the Darth Maul. Well, I caught, but I listen, still loved it. I still you, thought it was fine. I well, still got Bloody Mary and Darth Maul. Here's, here's what I'm saying. Okay. If you watch Insidious, I'm not saying you have to like it, but these guys hated it with a certain passion. Yeah. Okay. And they kept saying, Oh, that's Darth Maul. Oh, that's Darth Maul. Guess what? Get over it. It's a great movie about the astral plane. That's a better Darth Maul than the Darth Maul. I'm going to have to go ahead and disagree with you because that Darth Maul did not have the double I lightsaber. Liked the, I liked... Sir, no, he no double okay. lightsaber. I agree with that. Okay. But I like the hair. Sure. The hair was a nice And all I'm added. saying is Darth, Darth Maul could have used a little bit of hair. And that's true nice because, because, plus, Darth Maul was in a shitty movie. Let's be honest with you. He was yes. in a shitty movie. Yeah. Okay. He got the shit end of the Star Wars But all stack. I'm saying is, is you get a double-ended lightsaber, you're pretty badass. And and we'll leave sure. it at that, okay? We'll leave okay. it at that. James, I, I, we love you. Your Roku's on the congratulations. way. You won it, even though you can't count to five nor seven, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Lauren called in. Hi, Mike and Shane. It's Lauren calling to answer the question of the episode. Nice. Mike, you made the question totally She's easy. You stuff. left France off the list. I did. I did. I said. To see if you had France on the list and you I, didn't. I, and then I looked at the Facebook list you put up. No France. Um, I, know, I, I know. But I'm actually not going to pick them as my answer oh, for having what are you talking like shit a horror. For? renaissance because that'd be too easy with like inside and martyrs and I know I'm an idiot um high tension and them and so that's I'm okay. going to go with Norway um, 
Dead Snow? I really enjoyed Dead I've Snow. the first Cold Prey. Oh, Cold Prey was and awesome. And I liked Dead Snow. I heard Cold that Prey Cold Prey 2 oh, nice. is kind of like a, um, a sweet action um, hospital slasher. That um, the guy- I'm going to pause it right now. Did you hear what she said? I listen to everything she says. What, she, Michael? She said sweet action. And that's your words. Well, all I'm saying is, is people make fun of me a lot for saying the word sweet action. You, I will say, you say sweet action. Because how else do you describe some sweet action? It's sweet action. I don't know if she got it from me or not, but kudos to you for using that term. Good job. The word hysteria continues where he was said was like... Cold Prey's great. A really right? nice, almost Halloween to... We should um, add that to homage. the... Cold um, so I can't wait to see that one, but it keeps, I keep not putting it on my list. Um, so I need to, I need to get on it and watch Cold Prey 2. Hmm. Um, I haven't seen it. Yeah. So I'm going with Norway and, uh, Cold Prey 2. uh I enjoyed Search the last episode. Um, it did inspire me to watch Silent Night, Deadly Night oh, again, so but good, goddamn, dude. that movie depresses the shit out of me. What? Um, I tried to, like, not pay it. Because just the kid gets so fucking traumatized by that cunty mother superior. I mean, yeah, like, there's his parents getting killed, but... um, But his mom had such great boobs. bad, because they were, you know, like, a totally cute, likable family. And the mom's actually really concerned that the father traumatized him, but the mother superior was just, like, too much. And, um, I mean, it was was very realistic, because my parents went to Catholic school. And they had, you know, told me about basically the nuns were like horrible, violent, bitter bitches who would beat them with rulers and um, (laughs) wouldn't let kids go to the bathroom. I just love that she was so like pumped about about how great her methods um, were. And then he punched Sam out. That was just just the (laughs) nun part. The the orphanage part is so depressing. Um, That it hard. It's it it makes it hard for me. I get it. I get it. Get into the killing part, which which was excellent and kind of funny. Absolutely. Um, and I also hadn't really thought about how hairy that kid's butt crack is. Oh my very, gosh! Very hairy. It's it, it's super area. hairy ass. Um, so that was pretty gross. Um, <laughs> if I ever drop my see, kids off, I enjoyed. Um, it won't be a place where they're having hot sex. Um, Do they have hot sex at Christmas? That actually looks kind of appealing. Can I have a Christmas was good too. And um, for my other Christmas watching. Oh, remind me I, um, of something about Cadaver Christmas. I watched. Why don't, well, why don't we pause oh. it? Why don't you just go drop a bomb right now? Katie Rotz told uh-huh. me to uh-huh. tell you, okay. and bear with me because I'm. Why didn't Katie Rotz just tell me? Directly? I don't know, but she she told full me, of shit. She told me to tell you that Cadaver Xmas uh-huh. was originally supposed to be called Cadaver Lab, but they've got they got a Sam Adams beer deal for a Christmas beer. So, hence the name Cadaver Xmas. I'll tell you what, that's not true. Because basically, they called us up and they said, Hey, can we get Cadaver Lab? Dot, 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 the more you know. I don't know. I don't. They they offered me four grand for cadaverlab.com, but I turned them down. Four grand? Are you shitting me? That's not true at all. I would have taken four grand. Four grand in a heartbeat, mother effer. Yes, yeah, no, sure. but she like, said four. Okay, I did not know that Samuel Adams beer. For, let me let uh, me tell you something movie? about Samuel Adams beer. Okay, let me tell you something about those guys. They 
you know, their commercials are great. They okay? care about their hops. They care about their everybody. They, they're, oh, they're so nice. But they, but on one of their commercials, they have this song that goes, oh, it's like the worst song ever. Mm-hmm. And I hate them for it. it. It's I can't remember how the tune goes, but the words are, I am overwhelmed by you. Yeah. It's like, get nut up, you piece of shit writing this I thing. I'm overwhelmed by your beautiful hair. I'm over. It's like the indie froth. rock. It's like, oh, kiss my froth freaking ass, you beer. big puss. The froth of your beer. Yeah, well, 1974 Black Christmas again. I don't know what and that is. It actually is. scared me this time. Not, I think this is the no, first time no. I've seen it um, not living with other people. So I had, like, the lights out and um, my little, you know, I have, like, a tiny... Christmas tree in my my apartment. Mm. Um, just like before I went to hey, see my parents, and some Christmas lights. So I like turned off the lights, and um, just the the piano um, noises, like the playing on the piano. Um, I guess that they said they they sang into some piano strings, and um, I assume we're also running objects across them. That like actually startled me and creeped me out. Um, and then I like. Made soup and kept the silent night. You know how they sing Silent Night on the, the DVD. Of course we um, do. Screensaver. And I just kept that on for like hours while I cooked that night. Which was not at all morbid or <laughs> depressing or anything. But yeah, I really, really love that movie a lot. Um, and great, I think oh, like, the, we'll do it for next Christmas. The more I see it, the more I love it. The more um, you know. So, what else? I've been catching up on more and more video episodes, oh. and um, no one complain about them. I have is I have to close um, my blinds in my apartment. Oh, wow. oh yeah, I'm, a, I'm on ground level, and all these women keep on like banging on the glass when they see you two mofo's yep. on screen, and they're like, "Who that, are those sexy motherfuckers?" That's She's lying. So that's kind of annoying. I like that. You know, line. normally I can leave my Blinds open. I like that line. That line makes me feel good. I'd be having. So anyway, who are and, those uh, as for, Oh yeah, Mike. <laughs> um, gay to me because you're married. That wasn't what you were thinking. I was oh. alluding to. It was more like, oh. you know, you just you just yeah. Gay. You can't be attracted to a guy who's married. Yeah, I'm that's totally really gross. Gay. No, I agree. So I just have you in kind of like a neutered, true that's cool, neutered category. No offense. No, 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 no offense. Yeah. This no, guy saunters uh, around the house cleaning up. See, more out of respect for Amber, you know what I mean? No, no and, listen, uh, that is Again, I'm looking forward to your visit in February. I put up oh, um, so much fun. a picture of a consensual sex van. <laughs> so, uh, a big yellow about, consensual uh, renting a van while we're out there because I'm sure, I'm sure Shane's going to need to do a lot of consensual sexing. Ooh, and, um, yeah. you know, with all the, the fine zombie TV ladies out there. So that's that's just a suggestion. <laughs> oh, that's I've got something to say about that. Okay. Okay. That's She's on the street. Fun. I'm going to look into letting you guys borrow that one. Uh-oh. Anyway, looking Shame. forward to this week's episode, and see ya. Nice. What, you know, what do you have to say? I've got to say something about my love for fate. Oh, oh dear. Oh, shit. I don't think it's going to last. Oh, why not? And the reason why is, yes, she's very beautiful. Sure. Yes, she is. Sure. I've said several... By the way, why don't you, you explain... I've, I've said... Wait, wait, wait. Why don't, before you get into it, explain to the folks who fate is. Just fate is one of the beautiful model uh, hostess ladies of zombie TV. Okay. She's very, very beautiful. Uh-huh. Sure. Absolutely. But she's into things 
that I don't think that I'm into. Like video games. You, like, you were just telling me how and, and you're I, not coordinated enough to do I, the FPS. I'm not, I'm not, but she's into like the real nerdy, corny. Yeah, yeah, she's into like, and I cosplay. would have to dress like fucking a Pokemon guy. You're talking to, go, to a dude who went to a steampunk convention and yeah. just was like, what the hell? And my love for her is falling to the side well, because okay. she just she's a little too i love nerds i love geeks but she's really into the you know the real hundred bucks hundred bucks says nerdy. dude she shows you her boobies you're over all that shit i'm just saying that i don't think that i'll be appealing to her um, you know maybe she wants a real tough guy with a faux hawk no she doesn't no she, she does. wants you don't know she that. wants to sit in the corner and giggle like a little japanese girl with some <laughs> guy and drink lattes maybe, and that's not maybe. me that's not you i will do that but let me for for some sex and sure <laughs> i mean if it pays off it's sure. like oh absolutely absolutely dude but dude. it's not gonna happen dude you know what and i'm losing you know what we ought to do we ought, we ought to make mind. an 80s sex comedy um like documentary type of deal, sex and like you know of the eighty six comedy type of thing yeah. about how you and fate are gonna come from different worlds but end up coming no. together in the end, and that's gonna happen at Zombie it's, Freaking. It's not her, it's me. Mm-hmm. I'm falling out of love with no, her. No, I promise I'm you, falling out of love, dude. I promise you, you'll be cool, dude. Every time she's like, "Oh my god," you know, Amazon. Yeah, I Amazon. Oh, they've got this great. I don't even understand her English when she's going, oh, the Mitsukutsu outfit from seven eight twenty two Cosplay. Yeah, cosplay. Listen, I don't be, even know what that is. I would be all into cosplay if it meant a black t-shirt and like some long shorts. Totally. I would, be t- it, 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 I, would like, I would dress up like that all the time. Cosplay? I love fucking cosplay. <laughs> Look at me. Listen. I'm in black t-shirt you're, you're and you're shorts. More, you're more about Cosby play. You yeah. want to walk around oh. like Dr. Huxtable doing the little chicken oh, dance. Yeah, yeah, sure. If some girl goes, do you do me your best Bill Cosby? <laughs> My, it might suck. Give us some pudding pops. Yeah. That's, it might that suck. That sounded like more like an electric chair. I can connect. I get I can it. I get it, that. man. So, Faith, I'm sorry. That happens. I'm going to have to unstalk you. <laughs> what? I'm unstocking it right well, now. Well, there's plenty of zombie girls to stock, so why don't we go ahead and just move on from this. Um, let's see. Levi called in. Okay. Hey, Mike and Shane. It's Levi. Uh, I'm calling about your uh, question of the week about favorite horror film from another country that wasn't on Mike's list. Uh, Mike, you probably should have put um, France on your list of I know. countries you can't choose because you'll probably get a lot of... French answers oh, yeah, about right. inside yeah. and martyrs. I'm an idiot. Well, that's French I Canadian. I guess they don't count, huh? No, they count. Um, my my favorite outside of America would be High Tension because I think oh, that movie tension. is massively misunderstood. Um, it, I think it's, it's I just fall. I'm going to pause that because it that is, is a, a hit and miss. Have you movie. seen it yourself? I have not. I happen to love that movie. And in I've fact, heard that's a one, lot of people say they do not they, like it. Be, well, the thing is, is here, here's, I think one of the biggest things about that is maybe it doesn't add up in all the storylines and whatever, but I love that movie. In fact, oh my gosh, what's that, what's that one band that we were talking about the other day that they have a song called Newborn? Oh my gosh, I can't remember. It's a band that I do not like, but that song "Newborn" with Newborn. that with the movie "Haute Tension" yeah, is beautiful. I and I do. I'm I'm with Levi. I'm I totally love that movie. Uh, was it REM? 
or you uh, too. <laughs> you asshole. No, no, it was it was like Muse. It was Muse. Muse. Oh, yes. I like Muse. I don't really care for Muse a whole lot. I mean, I don't I don't hate their freaking guts, but dude, I wish I had a video. Right? I wish we were doing a video show with you no, doing I that. Just, I right just now. gave him a little bit of my. Well, not only land. that, but you were dancing. My one man. Me. Should I do that as a one man? One man Broadway show. You know, we've been talking about how good Shane would be on Broadway, actually. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, do it. You know, I you know what? You're this just, you Wednesday, might just be, you might this just Wednesday be we on. need some stuff from you. We need some no. good stuff from you. Yes, we no. do. The stuff we do off the air and yeah. what we do on, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know what? If you want to see what Shane does off the air, come to the freak end in the zombie TV freak end. Yeah. Okay. On February 8th. You might maybe it was a rookie mistake since it was only only a second movie, but the shot at the beginning where you can just barely see Marie's head and that she's wearing a a hospital gown or or you know a gown maybe that you'd see on someone in a loony bin. Yeah, that, yeah. And that there's a video camera recording her testimony or confession about what happened. Indeed, doesn't really set the films. Um, you know, it doesn't set it up so well that people go, oh, yeah, you know what, Dan Cassell does probably forget all of that because it was uh, pretty ambiguous. But, yeah. you know, I, I was fortunate enough to watch that movie. That, that gave me high all, hopes for Alexandre Aja. You know, I'd heard all the complaints. But then he went for all I watched it on video remakes. at home, and then when yeah. I saw what was going on, that the entire story was from her twisted confession, from her mindset, and that she's insane. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's not going to make sense. But this is what she's saying. What's happened? We are inside her head, recalling all of the things that she did, Indeed. and things that she doesn't believe that she did. So, um, you know, any of the so-called story inconsistencies, they get thrown out because this is all coming from the mind of a Maybe. complete madwoman. But I, I'm and with I you. Though. I love it. So, you know, of course, it's so we boring did and so Saturday, sick. But, uh, yeah, I just love watch that movie. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> oh, my heart, man. That's my favorite. Um, I have to poop really bad right now. It, I say that because, you know, right before the voicemail last week, before you listened to mine, Shane had to go wee-wee. Yeah, uh, I have yeah. to go poopy. And I'm thinking of some Shane. some kind of erotic Bye. thing going I, on right there. I, let me say this. Okay. I could hear right. a, a fish tank. Retention? I could hear Retentive? like the, the bubble of the fish tank in the background. <laughs> or it could have been the tank of the toilet. But I was going to make mention of that. Really? I could either hear a fish tank in the background uh-huh. of... LeVay! <laughs> or he's on the potty. Well, either one, we love it. Listen, you don't want it. You don't want to be in the middle of a voicemail when you're doing the. <laughs> all I know is his voicemails are better when you're not wearing pants. Oh, Can we all is agree on that at least? Oh, is there blood? Oh, man. <laughs> blood. Gross. Oh, there is blood in it. We had a first time caller call. Oh. He's on the group. His name is Paul. Let me go ahead and play. Gautier. Yep, you're right. Hello, Mike and Shane. This is Paul Gautier. Sounds as good um, looking as he is. Yep. from the Facebook page. And we love um, you. Long time listener, first time caller. Oh, thank you. I think I've been listening to you guys since, uh, well, definitely since the Sam days. Oh, really? Uh, yes. Anyways, cool. uh, I'm sure I'll be calling a lot more. Yes, um, answer your question, yes. I guess my favorite uh, horror film, from, uh, foreign horror film, not listed on your list there would probably be uh, Dead Alive. I guess oh, that would be New Zealand. New Zealand. Um, that anyways, is a another movie. You guys are doing an awesome job. This is, uh, I'd have to say, my uh, my very favorite uh, uh, incarnation of the uh, 
the uh, Mike Podcast. Anyways, network. Well, dude, Paul, that is amazing. Dead Alive. You know what? Dead Alive uh, is yeah. an amazing movie too. I love that movie. Oh, I dude. wasn't even thinking of New Zealand because yeah. that's not even a real. Place. Well, it, it's kind of like the, the red live. It's a red-headed stepchild of Australia. It's we where all the know. Hobbits are. Listen, I've been to New they Zealand before. It is gorgeous down there, man. It takes like thirty-five hours to get there. Oh, Does it, dude? It feels like an eternity to fly there. Plus, you have to like get off at twenty-seven places. You can't just fly from Salt Lake. To I would fly anywhere if Little Hobbit said, "Welcome." I didn't see one Hobbit, and I went to a city and lived so in those it wasn't round houses. You know what, though? You know what the best place I've ever been in my life was Where? Singapore. Do you want to know why? Yeah. Do you want to know why? I really feel like I could have got laid there every single night by a different hot Asian chick, but I didn't because I'm married. And I'm faithful. That's to why wife. Dave Mustaine wants to move there. Is that, is yeah, that right? In that video, he's like, I'm going to move. I should move here. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that plus, uh, yeah, me, me and Dave. And it's clean. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a clean country. They'll cane yeah. you for doing anything wrong. Well, it's a little bit rough, too, though. Is it? Well, they, they have that. They have that. They Oh, dude, they have a beautiful city. But listen, I went to Singapore for work one time to do some fun stuff. But I'll tell you what, dude. I really feel like I... I you know what, though? I, we, we, I've never been to Thailand, though. I hear that that's even more of a... But the thing is, is dudes there might have dicks. Or chicks there might have dicks. But that's okay. I don't care. I, I, mean, I wouldn't have sex with them either because I'm married, right? If I mean, you're in the moment. Be, if you're no, in the moment. But I don't get in the moment because I'm because I'm a married man, son. Well, then stop going there, for God's no, sakes. Well, I have to. It's for work. Well, then stop going down the shady alleys of Singapore. Well, why, if you're going to go down there for work, why would you not go down the shady alleys? That's, that's the fun part. Well, Anthony Bourdain... Tells you that's where all the good food is. Well, it's down the dark alley. Anthony Bourdain, I didn't dare to eat shit in Singapore. Okay, I did not dare to eat shit. You were going to the McDonald's in Singapore. Uh, did, well, no. Did, let me say that. Let me ask yes, you this. Okay. Did you or did you not go to the McDonald's? No, and the Arby's I, in Singapore? I didn't go. I didn't go to those. But we went to kind of like Amer- like tourist friendly places to eat. That and that's and that's you no. You didn't them. try the culture at all. You no, didn't, well, like we the, we the, tried the, it, like a, but I feel like it was touristy culture because you know what? I mean, no offense, but I gotta go on the fly. I gotta go on the bus with the rest of the guys I work with. I'm oh, not gonna. Yeah, go, that's true. Plus, I'll, mean, plus, I'll tell you what. I'm not gonna go them. eat some. But the thing is, is maybe it's really tasty. But my bowels are not used to that stuff. Okay, you you take somebody here. You take him down to Pat's Barbecue here in Salt Lake City. Ooh, you yeah. take a guy from Singapore. You bring him up to. Like what? What? What is that on? Like West Temple and Third West Third or something? West, to Pat's, yeah. to Pat's Barbecue. They're gonna get the shits, and there's nothing worse than having the shits when you're on a yeah, business trip. Yeah, but if if you take them down to Pat's Barbecue, they're gonna have the best shits of their life. They will have the best shits. Of their they're gonna go trip. back and talk about that through generations, right? Because Let me they'll tell still you about have the shit. In Babacuti, in <laughs> yes, in indeed, Utah. Exactly. And they're like, Papa, what is that? <coughs> it's the best goddamn foot I ever. It was the greatest. It was the greatest pork I ever. What? What was the guy from Zimbabwe? What? What is? I that? don't know. I get that. See, that's why I'm bad with that. <laughs> uh, Paul called back in actually. The Gutierrez. Hello, Mike and Shane. This is Paul G calling back. Oh, we're again. so glad you called um, in too. Wow, I had a comment on uh, victims blowing. Wow, that's oh, fantastic. Good. I've uh, never heard of those guys. Okay, yes, good. 
you know, I grew up in uh, Southern California back in uh, uh, back in high school and late mm-hmm. uh, late eighties. Mm-hmm. You know, skate punk and all that. Man, yeah, those guys awesome. would fit right in there. Exactly. Uh, cool music. Uh, anyways, just wanted to comment on those guys. Pretty fucking cool. Anyways, uh, have a good, good one. Talk to you later. Bye. Except for one. What? What did I just say? Yeah. yeah. What? What did I just? I don't know what I said there. Listen, but Brad Barker is the man. Matt Moyle is the man. Yeah. In fact, Matt Moyle, I may have a little bit of. But he's right. Here. That old skate scene from Absolutely. the early '80s. Boom. It they fit right are in. Right there. Perfect stuff, man. It fits right in. Uh, we had one more call. Okay. From the Wolfman. Wolfenstein. <laughs> Hey there, guys. Wolfman calling in at the last minute oh, to uh, drop you a line and ask a question of the week and that sort tonight. of thing. <laughs> you might be wondering why I'm so late calling in. and Well, actually, I'm going to have to blame Shane for this one. Oh, dear. You see, there's this game out there called Symphony, and it uses your music collection in order to uh, put together levels. And really? I've never heard of this. Uh, let's just say I've been spending a good chunk of the day trying to get an at least passably decent score on pretty much anything Die Monster Die put oh, out. Good job. Not man. doing so well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, question of the week. <laughs> Outside of the selected group of countries, mm-hmm. for example, Spain, France. No, I didn't say France. Boys, Italy. I'm glad he added yeah, France, though, because yeah. I should have added France. Add to the USA, UK, and Canada. I'm going to toss Australia in there too. Yeah, because assuming you basically meant I did. I the, did. Uh, British. See, he got the spirit of the question, mm-hmm. not the India. letter. Of the Anybody question. happen to really like their musical horror movies? <laughs> Me, not so much. But there you go. What? Anyways, outside of the big boys. Who do we want in the horror community? Well, when you tossed out Japan and Korea, that kind of cut out my main thought. <laughs> yeah, kind of right. leaving me with the eye as my option. The original one, which was a Thai film. Thai, not yep. Japanese, not Korean. I've never been to Bangkok. So I want to go there for work. The, uh, my company's in Bangkok. And what can I say? I've just been watching too many films out there, but I've been catching up on from those big countries, and I just haven't had the chance to really enjoy the ones from further abroad all that often, unless I happen to get lucky. Nice. Well, before I get cut off, I figure I would just mention one other thing. I did forget one movie when I was thinking about disturbing pregnancy films. Oh, okay, last lesson. two. I've never seen it. There's this scene at the end where Sadako... Sadako... Well, let's just say she comes crawling up on down out of something other than a staircase. Ooh, anyway, really? I will I let you guys go. Yeah. And if you ever watch that scene... That is on Netflix is or Crackle. Yep. Cool. There are just some things you, that I really don't need to see, and that's one of them. <laughs> this is The Wolfman. I'll talk to you all later. Can I yep. just say, first of all, how much have, I love The Wolfman. If you have a Roku, mm-hmm. Crackle... I've checked out some crackle. Oh, really? Okay, I'll have to check that out. Well, of course, I'm not going to be able to because we have four Kayoku coming out of the vagina. We have we we're doing we're doing six movies for the video show and four movies for the audio show. I that's all I'm going to be able. We're busy people. Well, you know what? I enjoy. We wouldn't do it if I didn't like it. Totally. F it. 
That's <laughs> it's a good time. So what's your answer to the question of the episode, man? My answer is, well, I was going to say dead snow. Is that or Johnny Snow? No, I that's see. from like Norway or something. Norway. Yeah. So yeah, I was that's a say great dead movie snow. too. That's perfect. That's yeah. one that fits right in. So uh, so uh, uh, is that one on uh, Netflix? Uh, it used to be. I don't know okay. if it's still on. Well, it. that's cool. No, that's actually a really yeah. super I, funny movie. Actually. I didn't think there was those little loopholes like Thailand, Hong Kong, yeah, sure. with Dream Home. Dude, oh, because yes. you kind of throw in, you're kind of racist with, with the whole that. Asian thing. You just I'm think not, all Asians I'm, I don't Japan. know. Well, I, you know, I, I don't know if it's so much racist. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just ignorant. I'm just ignorant. Igni. As we say in Utah, ignorant. Ig- ignorant. Is that you what know, we say? I'm, ignorant? You're ignorant. Ignant. Okay. We have a Utah accent. What are you going to do? Yeah. Up yours, people. I'm going to go down to the creek to find me some... Some, some shrimp. Some... There's no shrimps in Utah, cricks. Oh, yeah. Asshole. <laughs> Dude, I got a whole list here. Can okay. I, can I go through mine? I'd love to hear it. All righty, people. My favorite movies not from the countries, U.S., Canada, Italy, Japan, Korea, the Spain... Or, sorry, Spain and the U.K. Santa... Sangre. Oh, I want only because of Cadaver Lab. Do uh-huh. I want to? Dude, and I see it. Movie. I see you. Your your portrayal of that uh-huh. on uh-huh. the podcast. Uh-huh. It's good, dude. and it's on Netflix. It's wild. and I want to watch, watch it. it. It's good, but I haven't got around. It to is it yet. so good Keep uh, going. because Alejandro Jorowski was born in Chile, uh, but he's a world traveler. I mean, he studied freaking mine. In Paris, and you can see yeah. that in his in movies, movie. dude. Yeah, um, but this was filmed in, in Mexico. It was also filmed a little bit in Italy, but we're going to pretend that it wasn't because Italy was on the list. But anyway, Martyrs, of course, uh, France should have been on the list. Um, so you're picking shit that you should have been. Martyrs, been. you're picking shit that you uh, didn't should, put on the list, well, and it, then you went, oh. Well, I didn't put that on, so I'm going to put it on. And I'm also, he's done Martyrs. We're going to do Inside, which is on my list. Um, Dead Alive, which is from New Zealand. Uh, but, but, uh, Kronos, there's one, Guillermo del Toro. Had a film called Kronos from Mexico, which was unbelievably good. I haven't seen super, it. Super, super yeah. good. It had uh, Ron Perlman. It started Ron Perlman. Love when him. He was a young man. It was so good. Um, but I think that one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and finish off with one from my homeland. Oh, the Germany. Germany, West Germany, Werner Herzog, and Klaus Kinski in Nosferatu. The Vampire. Oh, very good. From 1979. Have you seen that one? Yes, I have. Dude, that one's pretty good. Plus, uh, I can't remember her name. Music uh, threw me off a little bit. Yeah, it was, well, it was a weird, and the intro was a little and weird. And the too. typo negative version, I couldn't even. Oh, no, 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 not that, not that Nosferatu. This was Nosferatu, the Vampire from 1979. Oh. You're talking about like 1912 or something. Yeah. This, okay. this one, um, had, oh, I can't remember her first name, but her last name was Ajani. She's this, this uh, Italian lady. Oh, so super hot. But it's pretty good. Klaus Kinski plays uh, Nosferatu. Super, super good. You know, and now that we're talking about Germany, I mean, we could talk about the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, which was some of the German expressionism, which was awesome as shit. Can we say? And Rob Zombie, Living Dead Girl video, was based off that movie. Like oh. the look and feel of that video was based off that. Yeah, movie. he is a he likes to sexualate his <laughs> yes. his thoughts. Yes, he does. Well, he, he I I he, he's a horror, horror fan. You can tell. Yeah, you can tell. 
Um, so there you go. There, there's our. We appreciate you guys calling in so much. People. Yes, we love it. Oh, Paul, thank Paul. you for being the first time caller, long time listener. We love, love it. it. Good love it. Gautier. Gautier. Go, go, Paul, go, The next question for the episode, nice. and I feel kind of bad that I've never brought this up nice. before. Um, I did not know this, but did you know we were just talking about genetics and stuff like that? And we talked about, you know, on our last break, right? You know, and I was talking about how my grandpa is yeah. having a rough time right now. Good genetics. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, he was born in 1924. Right. Do you know who else was born in 1924? Muhammad Ali. Uh, uh, he may uh, or may not have been born in Boris Karloff. Uh, a guy named Rod Serling. Oh. A writer and host of the Twilight Zone. R.I.P. Was born the same year as my grandpa. Unbelievable. I did not know that. Absolutely. Now. That's awesome. Um, and we haven't talked about Twilight Zone too much on the show too far. Um, but I'll tell you what, that show had an untold and unmeasurable impact in horror movies today. Absolutely. His birthday's on Christmas. How about that? So it's kind of at the time of year to talk about Rod Serling. Right. Um, he actually died June 20th, 1975. So the year before I was born, which is a bummer, <laughs> but whatever. Um, but let's pay a little homage to him, shall we? Yes. Um, what is the question of the episode is this? What is the episode of Twilight Zone Got it. that had the most impact on you? Name the episode or describe it. Absolutely got it. I know mine too. I, I've got I it. I know mine too right right away. Uh the bone phone number, call it in 385-351-9273. 385-351-9273. And I'm kind of I'm kind of a little upset at myself that I've never brought this up before, man. Because he got is two. the man. I've I've got like three or four. You know what? I've got two that's totally stupid. Can I, can I tell you one that's not my answer for the, for the question of the episode for next episode, but one that like blew my mind? Can I guess? Go, yeah, go ahead. Burgess Meredith is in it. Um, with the glasses and shit? No, that's not it. But there, I can't remember what it was called, but there was one where, um, a guy went back to, uh, one of the German, one of the Nazi killers. I know. And you know, he, there was one, some of his lines was in an anthrax song called, uh, it was the intro to reality that started off the belly of the beast. I know exactly the episode you're And I remember I'm just though. sitting there watching Cause it. Cause he like pops in and he's like, what the hell? Well, and it's like right in, in the middle of Nazi Germany. Right? I don't, well, yeah. And he shows up to the, uh, the camp. It wasn't Auschwitz, but it was one of the other ones. And I remember I just heard you ap- uh, off of the apology to all the monsters of our time, which oh, is the, yeah. I remember seeing that going, WTF, mother effer. Yep. But that was great. Not mine, but okay. yeah. No, I just want to say that's not mine either because I have two or three other ones that really freak the shit out of me. But let's go ahead and do this. For That's for next episode. But this episode, we still got a ton of shit to talk yes. about. So the first thing we're going to do is play one minute of Hellfire Socks and their album Hellville. Oh, yeah. And then we are going to come back to talk about it right after this, people. Good. <laughs>
you just heard Mike's minute that really isn't a minute. Much never going to be than a, minute. a minute. Yeah, a lot of minutes. A lot of minutes. Hellfiresocks.com is where you can find this band. Lastfm.com slash Hellfiresocks. Did you? They have a page on Facebook that you can like. I liked it already. Hellfire Socks was formed in Kiev, Ukraine. That's amazing to me, dude. We are talking about halfway around the world. <laughs> formed by two friends. Now, now this is right from their bio, all so right, bear all with right, me. All right. Formed by two friends, Dean and Alex. Dude, aren't those the guys from Supernatural? You don't know. I have no idea. That was a, that was a joke. Sorry. Okay. All okay, right. This is this is direct words from them. <laughs> they sit at the same desk, and two make the troubles for the teachers <laughs> for many years. The reason for they made the troubles and the band was for taking the drugs and worshiping the devils. Ooh. Da, da, da. Just, Just kidding. kidding. I love it already. I love it already. Hellfire Socks would be considered punk, horror punk, psychobilly, yeah. psychotic carnival music. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, to me, they have the sensibility of kind of like the dead milkman or something like that. I hear a lot of ska in yep. their music. Uh-huh. I love ska music. You love the Mighty Mighty Boston. I love the Mighty Mighty Boston. I know Boss you Dance. do. Uh, these guys are like, yes. Or Emerson, Lake, and Palmer of the horror punk kind of Okay, thing. all right. They are, it's obvious to me that they are talented musicians. Are and they the lo- owner of a lonely heart? Talented, though? No, maybe not. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, that's because right. I love that. Too. I love that, too. I love too. that, too. Okay. I love right. that album. I do, too. But it's obvious that these guys are, are, Trained as musicians. Okay. All right. They are talented musicians. Can I, can I bust in real quick? They're, 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 uh, okay. uh, no, just shut your mouth. I'll shut my mouth. Uh, they're huge fans of the offspring. Yes, they are. First official release from this band is called Hellsville 14 Tracks. It is available on Spotify and yes, yes, it is on Dr. Cyclops Records. Oh, okay. Awesome. What say you? Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to bust in where I was going to say then. Because we've been doing a lot of straight-up horror punk lately, uh, uh, mainly yeah. for the video show. I mean, we've done, what, uh, Living Dead Army, which is from Hungary, and we've done Johnny Rotten Corpse, which is from uh, Herbeni. Yeah. And uh, these guys are from the Ukraine, you don't say, man. Kiev? Yeah, Ukraine. Now, these guys, um, they, they're, I don't, it, it would be hard for me to sit here and say that they are a straight-up horror punk band because Absolutely, you're right yeah. they're they're a, they, they they it seems like they incorporate a lot of different um types of of music in their you know especially i mean this is the only album i've heard from them yeah. but it seems like that uh basically what these guys do is how do i how do i put this without sounding like an asshole they are they instead of just kind of go at it Instead of play it yeah, in your absolutely. face, what they do is they've kind of put in, and I, like, not necessarily movements into their music, but they put these different types of, of, uh, like, for instance, their songs will have, you know, it'll start one way, 
you know, and, but it will totally take a whole yeah, other turn yeah. and it will end up a totally different way. Now, these guys, as far as being a horror punk band, um, is concerned, I think these guys have a lot of potential. You know, Absolutely. I think that, yeah. you know, this guys, is their very first release, which is, which is, I didn't realize it was their first release, but it's kind of shocking to me, uh, because of the maturity, I think, of yeah, their, yeah. of their music. They're abilitized. Exactly. They have the abilities and, and, and agreed. Well, and, and, you know, usually with, with brand new bands, you know, songwriting goes, I don't know. I don't want to say a blanket statement, but the thing is, is these guys aren't there to just play your face off. They're here to create, you know, their, their, their songwriting abilities incorporate a bunch of different types of music into each. You know, maybe not each and every song, but into their, their album, there's a ton of different, you know, subsets right. of punk. You know, even within the same song, you'll have a, you'll have like an intro and then you'll have your horror punk psychobilly stuff. You'll and have it, almost gypsy sounding stuff in yeah, there. Absolutely. And trumpets and it's just, it's a cultural thing, dude. I am okay. absolutely fascinated uh-huh. by the little genre that could horror punk. Sure. Which I am a lover of. Well, and you, yeah. Good and bad. I love to be, I love to see where this comes from. Mm-hmm. And, from all over the country. I mean, we talked about Living Dead Army. No, we, we kind of like they need a lot of work. They, well, they, but the, they can get that. Water, but they're still decent in your face. Testosterone from and angry at the man. Yeah, and and, and and these guys are from Ukraine, and it's just to me, it is absolutely, it is so interesting to me to hear this little genre that I'm thinking horror punk. Okay, misfits. You got the United States, maybe right. Germany, maybe maybe uh United Kingdom. Well, Germany's and the it, big one because of Fiend Force, right? Of course. Right. And then and to hear it bleed over and all their influences go into that. And these guys do consider themselves first and foremost horror punk psychobilly. Okay. That is their sure. their thing. Okay. And I just love to hear that stuff, where they're coming from. Well, and let because me Because with something. all that, like, gypsy guitar or, right. or the horns and well, all they of do. that. They have a lot of it's different like, parts. It's like that is part of that culture that's, 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 that's bleeding into. Mm-hmm. They're not, just like you said, they're not the one, two, three, four. Hey, we, we love misfits. Right. So we're going to do misfits. Right. It's like everything that, that are their influences, bands that we may have never heard of right, ever are bleeding onto them. And then they put this together and say, we are a horror punk band from Ukraine. I just, I, and it's fascinated. funny because every once in a while I'll be listening to this album and I listen to it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, because I enjoyed it. Um, the thing is, is I'd be like, Oh, okay. Well, this, this song kind of reminds me of this band, for instance, Calibris or sure. every once in a yeah. while, the misfits or, you know, whatever else, you know, but the thing is, is they kind of put their own little spin on it. Um, it, these guys are good at their instruments. You can tell that, oh, you yeah. know, right from the, the very beginning. Yeah. You know, of this thing, they, you know, not only are they talented, they're, you know, what they're playing, but the thing is, is it, I, I'm actually shocked that this is their first album because of the maturity of the, of the songwriting. Style. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. it sounds great. No, their let me ask playing you, is fantastic. What year was this? This is, 2011? uh, yeah, 2011. Yeah. Now it's funny because I went to their website. Uh, did you, did you mention their website? I can't yeah. Remember. Okay. Help. Help. 
It was some .de or some stupid yeah, shit. I think I it's just remember. the .com. Okay. Hellfiresocks.com. So I went there and I looked at pictures of these guys. And maybe I'm just getting old, but these guys looked young as mother effing shit. And let me tell you something. They're I cutesy patootsies. I listened brain. to this album like four or five times before I even you know went and checked out their site. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, these dude, these are just little kids. Yeah. And I was young. And that really... Um, kind of impressed me that guys this young are putting, and now I'm not going to tell you that it's as complex as Opeth. It's not as complex as a lot of stuff, but the thing is, is being a horror punk band at these kids age and being able to put together these, a bunch of different types of movements within their songs. I thought they did a great job. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys, you're right. They are very young little kids and for their first effort. To have it sound so good. Yeah. And, and, and this is not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Man, that's it true. It will not. That's true. Because it is not formula. I mean, these guys will change at the drop of yeah, a hat. They, and they put would. in some kind and of And that's accordion. what I'm talking about, though, because it's like, you know what? People can put together pop music. I mean, I don't know how easy it is to put together pop music. But yeah. the thing is, is pop music is usually like, you get them, you get a certain sound, you get a certain hook and whatever, you know, and then there, there's your song. Well, these guys are like, here, let's have this intro. Let's have this hook, but let's break it out. Let's do a little bit more exploration, whatever. Come back to the nice hook parts and whatever in the in the song. It's like they went above and beyond yeah. that, that type of stuff. I mean, you've got songs like Evil Doing Club. And oh, yeah. Add People in Food. Homemade Girl. <laughs> another 13 Men. The horns and accordion breakdown in that song was so Absolutely. awesome. And it's on the drop of a dime. Yes. And you're like... Where in the hell? And then it comes back to that song, and yes. it's like, oh, man. You know what, too, is it seems like they have, you know, not only the influences of the horror punk and whatever, but it seems like, have you ever, like, been to a show where there's, like, a, a couple of jazz musicians where they're sitting there, and they're just like, uh, what do you call it? Like, improv, not improv, but, you know, they're, they're like, hey. Freestyle. Yeah, kinda. freestyle. And yeah. it seems like every once in a while, they'll just kind of go into that little jazzy type of, you know, uh, yeah. here, here's the chords that we're doing, you know, Let's play a song together, and they go into that kind of jazzy freestyle type thing. I'm not. I mean, I assume that it's not freestyle because they've written it for the album and whatnot. But what I'm saying is, is, is it breaks down into that jazzy type of type of uh, feel. You know. Yeah, they are young, spunky, on fire, chaotic, fist pumping, pogo. Remember the pogo dance where you just pogoed up and down like the old punks used to do it. You know, <laughs> yeah. instead of the mosh pit, you just bounce up and down and be like. Hell yeah! And take a boot to the face. <laughs> well, um, I've taken a drink a stein of beer, upbeat. You know, sure. I mean, uh, I, this is not going to be everyone's cup of tea. What I would say is, mm-hmm. it, it's a buy for me. I would sure. say high Spotify because the, the album is on Spotify. So well, I check would say, it out, people. This is on Spotify. It's free to download, free to check out. Can I talk about some of my favorite tunes? Absolutely. I want Another you to. thirteen men. A lot of them are what you said. Another thirteen men was great. Um, Hellville, which yes. really gave me a Calabrese vibe. It really yeah. did. Hey, you know, it really gave me yeah. kind of that Calabrese vibe. Uh, Kids from Hell, Evil Doing Club. That's a lot with the instrumental. Uh, you know, kind of a jazzy vibe. I think that was the first song. I think that kicked off yeah, the album yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. Cheap booze. That was a psychobilly tune. Oh yeah, and and, they, and you can hear you can hear all that influence, the Absolutely. psychobilly and the horror punk from America 
or Germany yes, for that absolutely. matter in the music. I totally agree. But then it just kind of twists off into this like stuff that you're like, wow, that's like just some kind of a gypsy carnival. Well, it almost to me when I was listening to this, it's like I kept thinking to myself, you know, they could have got away with not adding this extra stuff to their tunes because it would have been as good as X band or yeah. been, you know, these songs, you didn't need to add that to make it a good tune, but you know what? They did it. And was every song on this album a hit? You know, maybe, maybe not. I also like the the movie, um, immortal dude. Uh, yeah. you know, you know, the songs were good. Was this whole album wonderful? No, I, I, I didn't it seemed more like a movement. Yeah, exactly. To me, the whole thing just, I mean, did it fall together like a rock and roll record? No. Yeah. Okay. It, it just seemed more like kind of an open. I don't know. Just like a jam. Almost like an experimental type of deal. Yeah. Which is which is where I came down on. Some of it was kind of paint by numbers. But what I, what but the the songs I mentioned were like I kept thinking to myself, you know what? These guys are going above and beyond. Yeah. Um. The whole album's not that way. But I'll tell you what. For this being their inaugural. Uh, uh, album. Yeah. I'm pretty impressed with these guys, especially for how young they are. You know? Oh, yeah. They're young and this thing sounds beautiful. Yeah. And they're obviously talented. They, and that's, they that's will for keep sure. putting out as long as they stay together and, uh-huh. and stay true to whatever they're doing. Uh-huh. They will keep putting out great that's awesome. music. That's great. So what are you giving it? Okay. Here is my, in my notes, I have an overall thoughts section. And this okay. is where, this is what I'm giving it. Um, first of all, yeah, you can tell these guys are not, are from somewhere foreign. Yeah. At least to here. You know what I mean? You may be listening to this in Russia or you're the Ukraine or wherever these guys are from. They That's could not be listening in U- Kiev, Ukraine right now. But, um, I, I really enjoyed this album. I mean, I, w- I mean, I wouldn't say that this is like a masterpiece all the way through, but there's some songs that really touch on, uh, being really great. You know, yeah. I would say since it's on Spotify, I would say go out and check it out. But for this album, you know, I'm going to give this a very, very high Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm with you on that. I mean, it's a buy for me. Okay. Because I just love listening to, I Absolutely. mean, I'm, I am totally drenched in i love to hear all those different styles different countries doing that little yes that little itty bitty doesn't even matter horror punk doesn't even get a category right you know right it doesn't even get psychobilly rockabilly it doesn't get that it's not it's not there it's like we don't care you're 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 unimportant so you're the the redheaded stepchild the bet the redheaded stepchild so the bands that grab onto it and run Mm -hmm. all around the world I am so interested to hear what they do. Let me ask you something. Um, they mentioned in their bio, and I don't know if this is the same one you read, but they mentioned the band that they've played with a band called Mad Sin. Mad now, Sins. you have mentioned Mad Sin as one of the progenitors of horror punk or psychobilly. Psychobilly. They're, or one of the they're, they're one of the big boys okay. of psychobilly. How come we've never done some any Mad Sin? I've never heard this band. Uh, well, we can. We can put them on there. Let's do it. I, I think I'm we not, ought to do it. I mean, I don't know that I'm a huge fan of Madison. Okay. There's okay. like 12 people in the band. Oh, no kidding. I mean, it's it's like a big to-do. And okay. they're, they are the big boys of okay. Psycho Billy. Because I've never even heard of them. I don't know. There's well, I've other, never heard their music. Other, well, we'll put some on there. Let's do it. Let, I, I think that it's time to do that. As far as this album, Hellville Socks. Is that right? Hellfire yeah, Socks. Hellfire, Hellfire Socks. The album's Hellville. Yeah. This gets a this gets a really high Spotify. Um, it's on Doctor Cyclops, so I was lucky enough to be able to uh, taint to, that. Yeah, exactly. Taint it. 
I'm just Can't it good. I'm just really glad that we have a record mogul in the house. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. I got a trivia challenge for you. Oh, great. Okay. All right. All right. Now, hold on to your parasol, sister. Now, this little challenge right here, little right. lady, okay. Mrs. Cadaver, Ooh, dude, okay. you are going to shit a bucket of fucking gummy worms. Oh, great. When you hear how sweet this challenge is. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. In the spirit of the movie that we're going to talk about. Feast? Feast. Mm-hmm. I found songs that mention Feasts. Okay, <laughs> that now, is delicious. Here's, here's how sweet. Okay, six. Right. Of, I've got six questions for you. Of course you. you do. Okay, five of the questions are from bands that we've done on this show. Whoa, forty nine episodes. Whoa, wow. Here's where it gets really sweet. Okay, four of the questions uh-huh. in this this set. Okay, has to do with the album and the band that we talked about there's a song so, on the album that mentions feast that is a bullseye right there that's what you've done you've made this into a bullseye of a quiz. the shedding of the <laughs> chocolatey the chocolate the what do they call that the uh, the, uh turkish delights Ooh, yeah. remember that from the lion the witch and the world of course i remember that turkish. i'm a huge c.s lewis you fan like some turkish delights really? michael let's do it all right, here we go. Number one. Okay. These lyrics are from the Danish hard rock metal band from their 2010 release. They go as follows. A lonely maiden stands beyond infernal fire. A prince awaits his destiny of all time. Oh, baby darling, you will see your blood belongs to me. A soulless feast. Now, was this one of the ones that we've done? We did this band, and what? it was from this album, Okay, and it was a 2010 release. Now, let's hear it one more time. Okay. A lonely maiden stands beyond infernal fire. A prince awaits his destiny for all time. Oh, baby darling, you will see your blood belongs to him, a soulless feast. That kind of reminds me of a little band called Ghost, but it's what? what what's that face you're doing Do right you now? Do you want a hint? Sure. Hear me, holly, 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 holly. Is that dancing? No. Okay, 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 okay. Say the words one more time. Say the lyrics. All right. I'm pissed right now. Okay. A lonely maiden stands beyond infernal fire. A prince awaits his destiny for all time. Oh, baby darling, you will see your blood belongs to him. A soulless feast. Oh, my Soon gosh. you're falling, you're down and lonely. All the angels on their way. I do not even recognize that. <laughs> It's, it's, and we and this is the album we did on the show. Really? Yes, 2010 album. This shit, dude. All the angels on their way. I'm in the dark. Dude, that sounds like the Independence. No. I don't know what. What's all up? right? You're taking the deuce. What is it? I'm taking the deuce. Volbeat. Oh shit, dude. Beyond hell, above heaven. Oh no! 
Move on. That that's, mean, that's from that song. I'm a terrible person. Okay, a let's better move. believer is the song. Okay. Number two, the artist also featured on this show has a song has a song featuring feline feasting. Dead I am the pool, spreading from the fool. Weak and want you need nowhere as you bleed. Dead I am the rat, feast upon the cat. Tender is the fur, dying as you purr. Nowhere as you bleed. That's the line I know. Oh, my gosh. Okay, say say the lyrics one more time. Okay, here we go. Dead I am the pool, spreading from the fool. Weak and want you need, nowhere as you bleed. Dead I am the rat, feast upon the cat. Tender is the fur. Sing it. Dying as you purr. Sing it. Well, you're going to get it right away. Sing it. Dead I am the punch made it from okay. the full right. weekend. All right. All right. All right. I'm done. I don't need you to sing anymore. That's Rob Zombie from Hellbilly Deluxe. Turn up the radio. I feel a little cheap, but I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm one and one. It's about fun. Plus, over- plus it's, it's hard to know what he's saying. You know, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. Dealing I, with the ditches I, and hey, burns. That's, that's the first goddamn time I ever knew what he was saying. There. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Just I'll doing the it. notes for sure, this. Sure, absolutely. All right, number three. Although this particular album has not been featured on the show, okay. the band has. Their feast song packs a serious punch. The lyrics go, one, two, three, four, we walk the streets. I'm out to get you, we bite. Just a feast of gore and blood, we bite. Carnivorous, live for pleasure. Oh, dude. I'm going to be terrible at this. I can already tell. You know who that sounds like a little bit? I do have a hint. Oh, let's hear it. And you're going to get it from this. Okay. New Jersey, muscular midget. Dude, that's Danzig. So it's Dan, Dan, say it again, say it again one more time. Say it, say the lyrics. You're almost there. Okay. One, okay. two, three, four. We walk the streets. I'm out to get you. We bite. Oh, just uh, a misfits, feast of obviously. Turn up the radio. <laughs> dude, dude, what, what song is that? What song it's is that? We bite. From uh, Earth oh, yeah. AD 1983. We need to do that album because that's one that that people keep telling me that I need to check out. But the problem is, is I don't really have time to check out many bands. I know, you know that We're we don't busy. do on this show. Yeah, so we are busy it. bodies. Let's do that. Let's do that one. Earth AD. Let's do it. All right, number four. So how how far along are you right now? You're two and one. Two and one. All but right. I feel that's a little fine. cheap. That's we'll so wait, I got six. So let's, let's do go. It. Let's do it. Number four. Again, another band on the Corpse cast from the album we reviewed. When tomorrow comes, we'll be one of them. And our only purpose is to kill those not dead. Can't you see what this world's become when the dead feasts off the living? Yeah. And we're all about to join the fun. You going to sing that for me? All right. Now, if I if I say it this way, you you might get it. Okay, good, good. 
All right. Let me find my little spot here. Okay. When tomorrow comes. You're not going to sing it? We will be one of them. And our only purpose is to kill off those not dead. Can you see what this world's become? Okay. When the dead feast off the living, yeah, and we're about to join the fun. Sing it. Now, I've got a hint for you. Oh, let's hear the hint. And you're going to get it right when I say it. Of course I will. I love to say fuck. Fuck is a great word that I love to say. I love to say fuck. (laughs) Okay, so this is a band. I cannot remember exactly the band name, but it's in the vein of the Death Stars with, Uh say, 13, those types of things. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, the Murder Dolls. <laughs> Turn up the radio. You know what? You've got to listen to what episode that was. Yeah. I love to say fuck. Yeah, I hated that album. Yes. I didn't hate it, but it was. That's uh, Murder Dolls. Dawn of the Dead is the song. Beyond the Valley of the Murder, the murder Dolls. That was kind of a shit, right? I mean, am I am I okay? Did I say? Yeah, that? you 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 got that. You got that. Okay, right. I'm gonna I'm, I'm giving that to you. I'm, 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 I'm giving it to you. Well, because you're so generous, we'll, we will take that shit. All right, this may be a okay. So, so how many are you? Three and one. Three and one. Three and one. Okay. All right, here we go. This band was not featured on the show, but this one should be a total giveaway. In the master's chambers, as they gather for the feast, they stab it with their steely knives, but they just can't kill Kill the the beast. (laughs) They stab it with their steely knives, but they just can't kill the beast. Say it one more time, because I know that's the Eagles Hotel California, right? Yeah, you got it. Turn up! The radio! Okay, good enough. Good enough, good enough, good enough. I just, I just hey, wanted to hear you sing uh, the Eagles there. Stab me with their stinning eyes, but they just can't kill, kill the beast. beast. Welcome to the Hotel California. California. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely All right, let's move place. up. Let's move up. Such a lovely place. <laughs> oh, so. oh, okay. Right. There Number you six. You're Number winning. Six. I'm winning. You won. I won. It's over. Number six. Let's see if you get this. Again, another band featured on the show. This song is from the album we talked about on the show. Okay. They say, okay, now here it is. They say the afterlife's a roundabout. You're dead one minute, next you live again. As though the gates of hell have opened wide, belching forth a stream of hungry dead. Oh my gosh. Feast of the Living Dead. Feast of the Living Dead. Dude, that's uh that's the Misfits, right? I mean, that's off their new one? No? They say Sing it, sing it, sing it. They sing say it. the afterlife's a roundabout. You're dead one minute, the next you live the next again. You li- Wait, sing that line. Just sing that one line. They say the <laughs> They say the afterlife's a roundabout. You're dead one minute, the next, next you, you live, live again. again. Oh, that's Die Monster Died, duh. Honor that. What song? Belching forth a stream of hungry dead. Go! 
Feast of, Feast of the Living Dead. All right, you got it. I'm very happy with that. Turn up the radio. Dude, that was hot. That was hot. I knew that. You know what's yeah. weird is it, it's hard to, and for some reason, I'm, I was having such a hard time you saying those lyrics and not their music because the music is the one that triggers yeah. it in my mind. You're dead one minute, and the next you live again. And that, uh, that got down. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, that's hard. That's the only song on that album that doesn't have fuck in it. Am I right or am I wrong? You're right. Dawn, You're... Dawn of the Dead. That's the only song that doesn't have fuck. No, on F it. Whatever. 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 Feast. Those. Can you imagine that? six questions that have feast in it? Of the living death. Five that we bands that we've talked about yep. and four albums that we've actually talked about from you those did a bands. good job you did Unbe- a lot of good research unbelievable all i'm saying is feast is a nice little theme for yes. horror i guess is what you could say about it totally <laughs> anyway speaking of feast dude let's get our feast, feast on let's go ahead and play a little bit of a trailer for the movie feast and then let's come back to talk about it what do you say okay let's do it Not from around here, are you? What gave you away? You have all your teeth. I used to be a model. J.C. Penning, Springwood. Come on. Anybody want to go? Are you kidding me? Act like you've had some. Oh, I've had some, baby. I haven't. All right. Stop me if you've heard this one before. A guy walks into a bar. Unless you people want to die, you'll do what I say and you'll do it fast. The bartender says, who the hell are you? Guy says, I'm the guy that's gonna save your ass. Of all the bars to be stuck in. There is something out there. It's gonna eat us! That's the little one? I did kill! Look, we have to fight this thing. Shotgun. All right, partner, you're coming with me. I ain't exactly an old Billy to get. Yeah, Who's with me? Come on! God bless guns. This won't run out of ammo. Feast. We're okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here to talk about 2005's magnum opus. Uh huh. Feast. Yes. Okay. Is that a magnum opus? Can you say that? Uh, yeah. All I'm saying is it has a 6.4 on IMDb. Uh-huh. And that kind of, you know, especially for a horror movie, that kind of says magnum opus. That's not. Shitty. No, it's not. Six point four on IMDb. In fact, I'm pretty impressed about the 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 IMDb score of this film. Yeah, 
What are you going to do? John yeah. Gallagher, right? The director? Indeed. Guess who? Yeah. Yeah. That, guess who Sonny is? Uh, he, he, Clue. Do you know who? Well, you know what Clue stars in, dude? Uh, the only thing I've ever seen him in is Return of the Living Dead. And Night, uh, so Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. He was oh, in that? Right. Yeah, he what, was the dad in that. There? Yeah, he was the dad. He was the dad. Right when that parakeet's like blowing the shit up and stuff, you know, right in the middle of the kitchen and shit. I'm having a brain fart. Well, that happened. I remember. I remember the parakeet blowing up. But you know what? I was the dad. I think that. I think that probably the biggest thing that he's been in is what you mentioned, Return of the Living Dead. Let me tell you why I think that's the biggest thing he's ever been in. Okay. Linnea Quigley, nude. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Lene Quigley do, man. You guys, you horror oh. nutcases go crazy for her. Lene oh. Quigley was the the chick that was thrown up on the deer horns. She was. Movie. Absolutely. I don't find her very attractive. What? Are you even in the uh, classic days? Lene Quigley was also um, Chainsaw Girl in... Um, Chain... What was it? Hollywood Chainsaw Hollywood Huggers? Chainsaw yeah. Huggers. She looked okay in there. I just don't oh find my. she's not my cup of tea. People, I want to go ahead and say, please excuse Shane Diablo because it's you horror nerds. You love I, it. I just don't. Have I you don't ever find seen Night of the Demons? She's man? okay. Where uh, she like like draws a little circle around her nipple no, with lipstick did, and we, like, no, we did put we did, that uh, in her nipple. Demons too, dude. All I'm saying is, you apparently you need to see Night of the Demons. I'm just you know. There's no accounting for taste, people. Okay, yeah, I'm Let, just I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, go on with this movie. Uh, like I said, IMDb gave this a six point four. It's directed by John Gulliger. Uh, funny little story about how this uh, film came to be. Uh, well, let, first of all, actually, let's go ahead and talk about John Gulliger. He was the son of Clue Gulliger, um, yeah. and he actually got this uh, directing gig because of Project Greenlight Three. Right. You ever heard of Project Greenlight? Yeah, it was the Ben Affleck and Matt Damon doing like, let's find a good movie maker. Which makes me not want to kill Ben Affleck, by the way. You know, be, you know, whatever. Good, good for those guys. Um, this was actually Project Greenlight was a television series on HBO. Um, the first two seasons, but it actually moved to Bravo in season three. Right. Which kind of pisses me off because on Hulu, the first two seasons of Project Greenlight is on Hulu. Right. But season it, it's three... It's not horror it's movies, not, No, it's like coming-of-age movies and shit. Right. You know, stupid shit that uh, like filmmakers like to do that, that uh, only pretentious assholes like to watch. Right. You know, but Project... Or, sorry, season three was not on Hulu at all. It's not even on Bravo.com. You know, and the whole thing about that, like... Because I remember, I watched the whole season of part three. Oh, you did? Beast. Yeah, oh, I watched... Cool. Every bit of it. Okay. And, of course, they're not going to show you the movie, but they hear, sure. all the, oh, my God, and this and that, and the lighting and this right. and that. Absolutely. You know, you watched it all go down, but they never showed the movie. Well, that's And good. then it kind of vanished. I never even heard of it till like, years later, and then it went, hey, Feast, that's that movie that I saw them <laughs> doing the show about. Sure, sure. Yeah. All I'm saying is this. I After watching this movie, you know, on the DVD, there was some making of featurettes and stuff like that. But there was no Project Greenlight 3, which I would have loved to see, dude. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen it. And uh, it's uh, if anybody can tell me how I can watch that, that would be wonderful. You know who else was uh, produced that series? Who? A little man named Wes Craven. You ever heard of really? him? Scream. 
Actually, I've never heard of him. I don't know why I said shut And I don't know, have his shut, wallet. No. Shut up. I don't up. have his wallet Shut either. up. Okay. Okay, no. well, if you have his wallet, I understand not wanting to be known for knowing. Nightmare on Elm Street, well, you know, uh, Scream, all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> basically, what happens is, I guess how it works is that a bunch of screenplays are submitted to this Project Greenlight, and they choose one, you know, and they make this movie, and they yeah. make a reality TV show about it, which you saw, which I did not see, which I am infinitely jealous of you. Well, you should be. Well, for many reasons. But Gulliger, John Gulliger, also directed a couple other movies since this one. Uh, Piranha 3 Double D. You oh, ever yeah. see that one? I have not seen it yet, but uh, I've heard good things. Well, you heard good I things. I mean, it's, it's, sure, it's B, B, not even, maybe C. There's tits in it. Yeah. Boobs. How's that? To lots of, lots of giant John boobs. Gulliger, the, I mean, Feast, Feast 2, Feast 3, this is his big ring-a-ding-ding. You're right, because basically Feast, Feast 2, Sloppy Seconds, and Feast 3, The Happy Finish were his big, or are his big thing. And, yeah. I, you know, and he's worked on a bunch of stuff, you know, since I've then. got one but question I Let's need you to answer. Let's hear it. Okay, I looked on his IMDb, okay. and it says, Director of Feast... Feast uh-huh. 2, Feast uh-huh. 3, Piranha uh-huh. 3D. Or 3 double D, D, bro. And there's one episode of Project Greenlight Part right. 3 that he directed. Oh, really? And I'm thinking, how in the fuck do you direct an episode of a TV show in which they are filming you making your first movie that you're directing? I'll tell you how. Because all that, like... uh um, reality TV, it's all staged. Okay, that's how. And he was just directing it because, you know what? It's I'm all saying, a big dude, farce. And if you watch that series, he's, they make him look like a fool. Like, oh, really? This guy doesn't know what he's doing. Well, okay. Really? I'm, yeah. I, 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 I mean, it's like, oh that. my God, and we're sitting around forever and <laughs> Judd Freelander's got maggots in his eye and shit and we got to sure. wait for two hours for this guy to show up. Really? You know, they make it sound so bad. It's like, how do you get someone to direct an episode of the show that if it's reality TV. about the movie that he's directing for the first time. You're asking the question that I do not have the answer to. It's now. a conundrum. It is. Indeed. Okay. Please, that should be the question for the next episode, no. but it's not. Because we got that Twilight Zone shit going on. But um, it was written by a guy named Marcus Dunstan and Patrick Melton, who actually, uh, it seems like they've kind of worked with uh, John Gulliger before on Feast 2 and 3. But Marcus Dunstan and Patrick Melton um, have all worked on Saw 4, 5, um, and Patrick Mellon actually did, uh, Saw 7 3D. You know, I love all my saws. I know you love, I love it too. I'm not with, uh, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm totally with you. I know. I know a lot of are. people give shit to Saw, but I love it. Uh, they actually both worked on The Collector and The Collection, which Ooh. I have not seen yet. How about I, that? I've seen Collector, haven't seen Collection. What'd you think of The Collector? Uh, it was all right. It's yeah. kind of, Saw e, yeah, it's saw e, sure, but that okay. yeah, was all right. Uh, you know, it's funny it's just one of those ones that I'm sure that uh, a lot of people shit on. Yeah, but I liked it for what it was. I mean, it wasn't that big a deal. I didn't have high hopes for it, but you know, it was like it was what evs. What evs? I guess that's good. Um, and also, let me mention one thing: the effects were done by a guy named uh, Gary Tunnicliffe, who's a British man. 
Do oh, some yeah. British stuff right here for us. Oh, yeah, bugger. What do you want? More maggots in the ice. I got maggots. I got maggots. I got blood. I got everything. And he also worked on uh, the effects for Piranha 3 Double D of uh, the collection. And he also worked on Hellraiser Revelations, which is the shitty new one without Doug, you know? Right. With Doug I, Bradley I and whatnot. I've seen one, two. Have you seen Hellbound? Have you seen all the way through nine, though? No. Wow. No. They get pretty shitty. And the new one. Sets a new sets sets the bar for shitty Hellraiser movies. Really, and there's no doubt about that. Yes. Like even old Doug Bradley now could jump over the bar. D- Doug Bradley right now, even though he was in number nine, he's looking at uh, Hellraiser Revelations, going, "What in the shit is that? That is shitty." Yeah. Okay, and he has reason to be because it sucks the balls. In fact, I think it was only made so they could keep the rights to the franchise. I've you heard know? something like that. Well, and whatever. Hopefully, we see some kind of new good stuff come out of the Hellraiser franchise. But I'm not holding my breath. If you if, if you get me there. However, Gary Tunnicliffe, and I put this on the Facebook group today. That's on Facebook. He did his own little Hellraiser short that was actually pretty cool in 2004. Um, can, do you mind if I take a little bit of a of a of a, of a you know a, yes a detour and Detours. talk about this? For take me. us down to the let me side. let me read this real quick. It's early, here, here's the story for this little you know it's like a six minute Hellraiser short. Okay, Earth has been silenced and mankind eradicated by one final war. Now. The bowels of hell, Pinhead, leader of the sorry, leader of the Cenobites, finds himself bored and tortured by his own immortality and facing the fear that his own dark legion will eventually turn upon him. The only thing left to do, the last possible slice of sensation he can experience, is to open up the puzzle box himself. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. It's kind of an interesting little, you know, thing to kind of add. You know, obviously it's unofficial, or whatever, and it's on YouTube. Um, if you go to YouTube.com. I don't know why I didn't think of that, but that's kind of a nice idea. It's cool. Puzzle box well, itself. and here's the thing. Gary Tunnicliffe, I, I hope I'm saying his name right. The, he's done a lot of effects for, he did Dracula 2000, which I loved. I think I gave Bonesaw yeah. to, to Dracula 2000. You which speak highly of that. I love that movie. Yeah. But he did all the re, all the sequels, and he's done a lot of shit in the 90s and the 2000s and stuff like that. You know, nothing nothing too, you know, no quote-unquote classics besides maybe Dracula 2000, which a lot of people would disagree with me on that one. But, you know, so he's been doing effects and whatnot, but he decided to make this. I'm going to go ahead and say right now, I'm going to give you the YouTube URL, uh, youtube.com slash watch question mark V equals V I W G Q A F Q W K I. Oh my God. Is that even, I say, please call in. If you can go there after hearing that, that. find it, call in and I put it on the Facebook group. Okay. Tell us what you see. It's called something like, uh, slice of sensation or or last of sensation. Gary Tunnel Club. It's really, it's actually, I mean, it's not like a great little thing because basically all it is is, uh, pinhead sitting in his chair, monologuing and whatnot, telling you what's going on and basically just saying, this is the last thing I can do. See, no, dude, and I'm telling you, that sounds fantastic. It, it, that no. is, it's, 
Well, you also have to realize that for this for this video, he didn't have a lot of budget. And yeah, he, he didn't, didn't have jump on. You know, those big movie makers they jump on board to go. All right, the pinhead's hot. Let's get what's hot. No, it's not. No, let's I don't get, think so. I think that he I did like this that. because he loves it. I, I really do. Yes, is I like that idea of him making that little YouTube video for because he loves the franchise. And I think that's why I did it. And so I give that guy a lot of credit, even though it didn't turn out to be amazing. It was still pretty good. Yeah. Still. And the thing is, is the guy's amazing. Okay. Budget 3.2 million, which is a pretty huge budget for a first time filmmaker. Yeah. You know, especially in the horror genre or whatever, you know, whatever. I mean, obviously he had the Project Greenlight and the Weinsteins behind him and whatnot. Yeah. But I mean, that's still pretty big. It starred, uh, Balthazar Getty as Bozo, Navi Rawat as Heroin, Henry Rollins, dude. Yeah. Henry Mother Effing. I'm as a, liar. a motivational speaker. Indeed, dude. Which was, oh man, which is perfect. You know, yeah. have, you, have you ever, have, have you spent a lot of time watching his spoken word shit? Uh, yeah, I've seen, I've read his book, Get in the Van, and, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, I've seen a little bit of his. I've and always it, wanted to see him. Sure. I've never seen him live. Sure. Yeah, he's, he's. Have you he's ever noticed when he shit. gets on there, he's doing his spoken word stuff, he gets that white shit in the corners of his yeah. mouth and stuff, and he's sweating like a bitch. Yeah. It's a little weird and gross, but it's, it's effing Henry Rollins, man. It's Henny. You gotta, you gotta love it, even though I don't agree with his politics and whatnot. But, Let's move on. Judah Freelander is the beer guy. Josh Zuckerman is Hot Wheels. Jenny Wade is Honey Pie. Oh, hot. Dwayne Whitaker as the boss man. Jason Mewes as Jason Mewes. Yeah. Oh, that's right, huh? <laughs> Alan Ryan is Grandma. Eric Dane is Hero. Krista Allen is Tuffy. Hot. And the man, the myth, the legend. Clue Gulliger as the bartender. Yeah. Um, also, there was a guy um, that I want to mention real quick. Um, a guy named Anthony Tretch. Chris is vet. Was that the guy in uh, in the band? Uh, what was the band that sang OPP? Yeah. You know oh, that? I know. Was that him? I don't know. Tretch. With I think Trent. Trench or Tret. Tretch. Tretch. Was that him? I don't know. It but I know that the guy who sings OPP has got his nickname Tretch, you know, the rap nickname. I don't know if it was him or not, but I'm, you know, I'm guessing that it was him. Because you had the mulatto black guy that did all the the main vocal, and then you had Tretch. Yeah. And he had the cornrows. You down with OPP, Shay? Yeah, you know me. That's what I thought you were going to say to me. Anyways, let's talk about the plot. Let's set the scene, shall okay. we? Um, and on an old dusty road in the middle of nowhere, there is a bar. Ooh. A dive bar. A country dive bar. Not like a country music dive bar, but just a shitty old hole. You know, just, just in the middle of nowhere. Uh, anyway, we're introduced to some of the customers, most of which are locals. Um, they're introduced in kind of a clever way in this film. Um, we get a little scene that kind of describes their personality and whatnot. Then we get a freeze frame and a clever little mini bio that comes up on the screen. You know, that, that kind of gives you an idea. I liked it. If yeah. who each and every one of those was. Some of the characters. Let's talk about some of the characters. We got the douchey dude who, uh, who was Bozo. Yeah, Bozo. You know, who's just kind of a, you know, I don't know, he's just kind of a dick. Nothing. You the phrase, freeze frame shot, and it would say, like, down in the corner, Bozo, life right. expectancy. Life know, expectancy. What, 
Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we got the bartender. We got the cripple. We got the slutty, dumb, blonde waitress, which was Honey Pie, who was hot as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the single mom taking it for the money, if you know what I mean. From the bar, the guy Just who owns them. Oh, which is hot as mother effing shit. We got the motivational speaker, like you mentioned, was uh, Henry Rollins. And we got Jason Mewes. For some reason, he's Jason Mewes himself Yeah, is playing pool at this bar in the middle of the world. Can I tell you a little story about Jason Mewes? Oh, sure. I am at Horror Hand. Okay, I'm walking around. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm pretty beat from Horror Hand. I got to go ahead and sit down on this couch. But guess who's asleep on the couch? Jason Mother effing muse. You didn't fart on him or no? I just walked away and like you know that's Jay. Okay, that's if nothing else, he deserves my respect because he was in Clerks and all that stupid shit, you know. And you got you know he was hilarious. Plus, he did the uh, whole goodbye horses thing with his dick tucked in Clerks too. Oh, did he? If you never if you've never seen that before, yeah, he did that. Okay, good for him. That was something that Johnny didn't do, Johnny. Um, Krug, you should have tucked. Okay. Anyway, then we've got the hero. We've got the dude that barges into the bar, covered in blood, and starts barking orders to everyone in the bar to shut the windows and the doors and to nail them shut. And basically tell them there's a, there's a uh, handful of monsters that's going to come over and take over the bar. In fact, he has a head, a severed head of one of these monsters. He throws it down and says, bitch. This is what's coming to eat Severed you. Head. They say, "Who the hell are you?" He says, "I'm the guy that's about to sa- that's going to save your lives, and w- it's going to save your ass." And what happens to him, Shaniel? Right out the window. Monsters take him out the window and decapitate him. I it, love that. It was, you know, what? I love. There's no. I like that in movies where there's where you think, "Oh God." Here yeah, it is. Sure. I can formulate exactly how this is going to exactly. happen, and then it all falls apart. Dude, the thing is with this movie is we've got all these characters, and uh, we, you know we talked about the uh, the the woman who's taken it for some cash. She had a kid and whatnot. Yeah, I, and I won't give too much away, but all I'm saying is between the hero, what happens to that kid? We basically early on in the movie realize that there are no rules for this movie. No one is sacred. Anybody yeah. at any time can be taken out. And you got the drummer for. Goddamn Pantera that owns the bar, right? <laughs> yeah, he was in, I think, Dust Till Dawn Part 2. I was waiting for him to sit down on a drum set and go... Sure, dude. But the thing is, is here, here, here's the thing about this movie, is we get there... The first half hour of this movie is all about blood. It's all about guts. It's all about saying, hey, viewer of this movie... There ain't nothing that's out, that's off limits. Sure. You should prepare yourself because shit is going to hit the fan and you are going to come along with this. In fact, I love movies mm -hmm. where you're kind of stuck. It's like a survival situation. Sure. Something horrid outside. Right. I love movies like that. And that's this movie. It's a a mall or bar or whatever it is. I love that. And, and basically that's what this movie's all about. It's basically these, um, this group of people 
who are stuck in in this bar and we don't we, there's monsters sure in fact at one point we get a baby monster that runs in he yeah. starts humping like like uh deer's heads that are mounted on the wall you know and he gets four shots with a with a pistol and it takes that plus two shotgun shots yeah. you know as he's stuck in like a cooler or something to kill him so basically here's what we know after the first hour or sorry half hour 45 minutes to show these guys need to survive. They're stuck in the bar, and there are some monsters out there, and the baby is hard as shit to take out. So what's up with the full-size monsters, yeah. man? What's up with the big ones? And, and what 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 do they look like? Give give me a breakdown of what they look like. Oh, man, it's hard. You know, it, it, all you get is like little tastes and tits. Exactly. What they say. Well, it's like a dead jackal, a hog, a, yep. a monstery, you know. Well, and the thing is, is, too, is we realize that these monsters have actually disguised themselves wearing furs and, and yeah. skulls of, like, bulls and stuff like that. But we don't even get to know what the, the full-size monsters look like until, you know, an hour and some in, man. Yeah. You know, but... That's the movie. It's this group of people who are trying to survive, trying to hold up in this bar, you know, and, and survive the night or yeah. survive till as long as it takes. The I thing, love the dialogue in it. What did you think of Jude Freelander? He was the beer man, right? Yeah, the beer he guy. He was hilarious. And, I, you know, he's one of those guys that you've seen that you'll see his face and be like, oh, I know that guy. But, you know, if you say hat. Jude... If you say Jude Freelander or whatever, you won't know who it is, but you'll know. The you'll recognize guy with the big Austin Powers glasses or whatever. Absolutely, oh, yeah. But then he was great in it, man. It's like, oh, I'm a model. You know, I mean, I'm not. If I was wearing my modeling clothes, you he had totally. so much good one-liners. Oh, this shit. Like where he's like, I am, I am uppercase fucked in this. <laughs> I was like, dude. Him and Henry Rollins, they had all the good lines. Yeah, and absolutely. that Bozo guy. Absolutely. And the thing is, is this is uh would you consider this a horror comedy? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would. would too. I would the thing is, is it's perfect because apparently John Gulliger, the director, has talked to his father and said, Hey, Dad, what do I do to make a great horror movie? He says and I assume this is how it went down. Clue would said, you know what? You gotta make a horror comedy because they're great and everybody loves them, but you've gotta make the violence over the mother yeah. effing top. And that's what he did. And that's what this movie and is. And dude, Clue, I just looking at his IMDB, that guy has a hundred and fifty oh, yeah. acting credits. Oh, absolutely. And the you know, tall man. Stuff that well, I've never even well, what no, tall man? we're what talking tall man? about. Some Western movie, back yeah, because we're not talking about the the tall man himself, right? No, 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 dude. This is like old school. A lot oh, of yeah. old Western. He's been stuff, around forever. One hundred and fifty eight credits of acting. Absolutely, like, wow, dude. Absolutely. You know, and so and so, basically, that's the story. I mean, it, but but there's a couple of things. Uh, sorry, to take into consideration, first of all, it is that this is a kind of a horror comedy over the top with the violence and with the comedy and whatnot. Right. And secondly, uh, because it's an over the top thing, there's a lot of kind of, they try to gross you out, you sure. know, with, with yeah. the, with the bodily fluids, with the maggots, with a lot of like humping with the monsters and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, get the little monster. I, I got a question for you. Let's hear it. Okay. So Harley Mama. Okay. She's one of those characters that's she, in there and uh -huh. she, 
She's kind of a, which is actually John Gulliger's wife. No way, life. really? Yeah. Okay. So they're, they've got explosives wrapped to her. And they're sure. they throw her out the window. Sure. And when she gets out there, the baby fifths her in. Is that really what I saw? Yes. I, because I was, and then she spits. Well, she spits the jizz. The, oh, the, yeah. my God. Yeah, I was going to ask. I was like, yeah. I don't know if I saw that right. Yes, you did see it right. like, eh, grabs her head, and then she turns her head and goes, Psh. And it's all the monster jizz. Oh, Here's the thing. That's disgusting. It's the is. worst fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> well, that's what this movie's all about, a shocking uh, comedy just over the top shit. And it's funny because you mentioned a, a funny part that, I don't know, I kind of had a problem with this part where, you know, we have, uh, Bozo in the bar and the guy who owns a bar going out and, you know, apparently Harley Mama or whatever her name is is already dead. Right. So what they decide is they're going to like, like strap her with a bunch of, uh, explosives and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to send her out and they're going to have, you know, you know, the monsters go out and take care of her. You know, an eater or whatever they do, whatever these monsters want to do, you know. So they go out there, and but the problem is, is guess what? They think she's dead, but she's not dead. Yeah, she says, help me, help me. You know, and they argue about it. Well, should we still do this? Should we not do this? Whatever. It becomes a moot point because one of the monsters grabs her and yeah. takes her out. Yeah. You know, and it explodes and whatever. But, you know, one of the, the, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but let me just say, this movie was, was over the top and whatever. It started like a firecracker. Yeah. Yeah. Right out of the gate. But the problem is, is the middle part was a little bit slow to me. Because, you know, we had this thing and we had scenes where people are getting to know each other. We have the scene where this lady gets taken out. And then we still have the bartender and Bozo fighting about, oh, well, what's your story? Let's get our story straight. Yeah. It's like it doesn't matter what story you've got because the monster took her out there. You, you know. I loved Bozo at talking to Grandma. Oh, She's yeah. sitting at the bar oh, yeah. and he's like, what's your plan? She goes, just sit still and right. not look like a meal. Ooh. And he's just like, you know, he's giving her these one-liners like, oh, you know, what are you going to do? Throw your teeth at him, cocoon? Just shut up, cocoon. <laughs> right. all, I'm, all I'm saying is this. It, this movie started off so strong, in yeah. my opinion. You had all this this banter between the, the, the folks. You had all this wonderful, like, gore and, and all this shit that happened. And then it kind of, like, slowed down, you know? I mean, in fact, I think the best way to describe this movie is, have you ever seen Dust Till Dawn? Yeah. You know, and you've, yeah, that's a, a Rodriguez film, and it uh-huh, stars, yeah. uh, what's the name, Quentin Tarantino with... Uh, George Clooney. George Clooney and, and stuff. You know, like the last act of the movie where they're all stuck in that bar and all the vampires come out? Yeah. That's this movie. It's just that part. They're yeah. stuck in this bar. You know, and they're just trying to figure out how Action to Action happens right off the gate. Exactly. Yeah. But that's really all there is to it. Um, but the problem is, is this wasn't quite as clever as that movie was. And, you know, they tried to be clever and plus there was a lot less boobies, which. Oh yeah. There was, yeah, there was nine on the boobie. Nine. German nine. Okay. Not nine tits. Okay. We're talking about nine nine yet for none. Okay. But, and and this is kind of what I bring up with uh, the Harley mama going out. It's like, yeah, they had a lot of scenes where they're like, oh, let's get our story straight. And, you know, it kind of almost seemed to me like they're trying to burn up some time. You know, where they're like, you know, because it didn't matter. It was a moot point. It was like, you know, it doesn't, 
we don't have to get our story straight because the monster took him out and yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they could have told the absolute truth and been fine, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, that, I don't know why, but that part really bothered me. I don't know, man. I, I thought it was pretty solid all the way through. Okay. I mean, my downers on this movie would huh. be no boobs. This sure. is the movie made for because it's over the nudity. top, man. It's totally Absolutely. over the top. Absolutely, I could have used some nudity. It's a little dark. It is. It's super. Dark. I mean, it's it, it's like sometimes you're going, man. I, I you couldn't see jack shit of any scene that was going on. Sometimes right. I see. I see what you're saying with dark. I okay. didn't mind the monster being kind of obscure, and you never really well, get a good look at it until later on. I, sure. I I, I, I I like that. I. Plenty of gore. I love awesome. that. Absolutely. Blood. You know, for me, this is a buy. Okay. Because I love the dialogue. It was, it think, was funny. I think it was they were. Stuff. And this is a horror comedy. It, absolutely. Because some of that shit you can. And I could go back right now and watch it again and catch lines that I missed the sure. first time. Absolutely. Um, Henry oh. Rollins is the. Uh, motivational speaker and giving them the this is a species thing we need to get out there and show who the better species absolutely sure you know it's like oh i loved it here's the thing to me this movie started off at 100 miles an hour yeah and it kicked your freaking ass yeah the middle of it was really kind of a lull to me man and i had a little bit of hard time for me and truth be told the only reason why i picked this movie is because like i said earlier i wanted to see feast too but this ended up being kind of a nice surprise because the beginning and the end was pretty freaking good dude but the middle of it oh man i was having a hard time with Man, I, I mean, there was a lot of humor and whatnot, but the middle of it, this, well, first of all, some of the comedy fell flat. Um, it kind of seemed contrived, like, um, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe it was just cause, you know, they kept trying to gross you out and maybe it's cause I'm a little jaded and whatnot. Maybe for someone who's not quite as jaded as me, it would have been better. Um, but it was a little bit repetitive. Like, first of all, remember when we talked about the hero, he says, oh, I'm going to, I'm the guy who's going to save your asses. And then yeah. he gets ripped right out of a movie. Beautiful. The beer man says he can't see a thing. And then, of course, what happens? He gets his eyeball ripped out. And how that was awesome, though, with the long veins that were pulling out yeah, of his sure. eyes. No, like, it, was a, it was a great effect. But, I mean, some of the comedy was a little bit repetitive. Oh. But after the middle part, yeah. it kind of picked up again. And, you know, there's a kind of a big finish and whatnot. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's not like I didn't care for this movie. It was just like, oh, my gosh, we get it, we get it. It's an hour and a half or whatever it is. Yeah. And I would say the first act and the last act are great. The middle act, I was like, oh, okay. But what? But see, that's where I'm losing you. What, what would you consider the middle act of well, the Well, I'm talking about when they, were, when they were scheming to try to see, okay, well, how are we going to survive? Well, we have a shortwave radio or none of our cell phones are working, so let's go up and right. try to get so, the shortwave radio. Okay. Let's try to do this. Let's try to do that. You know, here's here's uh, some dialogue between the actors and stuff like that. You know, right. here's how we're going to survive. But, you know, the ending was like pretty good. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know. I I don't want to like criticize the movie too much because I, I really enjoyed it. But there were just points in this movie where I was just like, 
Okay, let's move it on. Let, you know, I like the fact of... that, like, you've got Krista Allen. She's hot as shit. She's got the young son. She's up there doing her business with the old drummer for Pantera. <laughs> right, right, right. And you're thinking, oh, my God. So that's the team right there, the son and Krista Allen. Sure, sure. Bang. Nope. Shit goes around. Yes. No, no, that's like, what I'm saying. That's I, what I'm saying. I like Court. that it was totally off the market. But it's there's like, no. that that's what I'm saying. They they established that there are no rules. Right. It's like there anything can anything can happen. You but should it not. seemed like it rolled along pretty smooth for okay. me. I mean, I didn't feel like there was any lulls. I mean, you're going, What the hell are we gonna do? I don't know. Let's sure. try this, let's Here, try here's, that. Let's and try maybe it. maybe this is the problem for me. It took place your, in mean, one place yeah which is okay but the thing is is i mean during the middle of it we didn't see the monster for shit yeah you know we basically just had them going back and forth and it's like it's almost like they started out they they started the movie with character building then they had some frenetic shit go on you know a lot of stuff and then they're like okay well let's pull back let's do some more character building and whatnot it's like i could have done without that and just moved on to the over the top Blood, guts, maggots, all yeah. sorts of shit. And listen, I'm just saying that as a criticism that, that I felt, I'm not saying that it necessarily ruins the movie because when all said and done, I really like this one, man. Yeah. I, I, man, I enjoyed, the, I really love the dialogue. I love the blood. I love the gore. I love the setting. Sure. I love the actors. Every one of them did a great job. And you've got to realize too, this being John Gulliker's first, like First directorial thing. thing, that directorial, you know, his directorial debut. It's pretty freaking. And honestly, solid, watching that series and then watching this movie, you never would have thought it would have turned out this really good. because I it, was, it. It, it it really is a lot of people going. We got Krista Allen here in mm-hmm. makeup, right. ready to go, and we got to wait for two hours because right. he doesn't like the shot. That's really, set up. yeah, it was like. So to see it all come out the way it did, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, that's that's a great job. You know what? And maybe that would give me a better appreciation for this one. But um, he, and I still real, that, that. that series really makes him look like a bumbling idiot. No way. And Because and, the movie turned out like head and shoulders above a lot of shit out there. And, and it really is a good horror comedy flick. Listen, after all said and done, after what I've said and the criticisms that I have, I still give this one a buy. Yeah. I Here's give it the a thing. Buy. We don't get a backstory of the monsters. Mm-hmm. Now it's debatable on whether, you know, people like that or dislike it or whatever. Sure. That's a debate for the ages. Okay. I mean, we've had that plenty of times in the in the podcasting history. We've had that on Facebook and whatnot. But this movie chose not to give you any background of what the monsters are. And that's fine. I'll give that to it. I thought they did a great job of just having some bloody guy come in with a head going, uh, there's something outside, Absolutely. and we need to figure this out right and now. And, dude, not only that, but the monster design and stuff was, in my opinion, great and terrifying. You know, yeah. If, yeah. It, if I were to see that thing come up, I'd be, I would be pretty freaked And the out. thing that took, I mean, you didn't see anything but a quick flash, but when Jason Muse loses his oh, entire, his all the skin on yeah. his face... And just kind of falls over the pool table mm-hmm. and falls on mm-hmm. the floor. It's like, God damn. No, in that Whatever it is, you don't know. Here, is it razor sharp? Is it, I don't know what it is. Here's my thing. We don't know what to expect. 
in my problem, I think my biggest problem with this movie is in the first 30 minutes, they set my expectations so high. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if they came through with it, but after, after watching this whole thing and sitting there taking, you know, thinking about, okay, well, what, what did I like about this movie? What didn't I like about this movie? Kind of taking an inventory of it. You know, I really enjoyed watching the whole thing, you know, start to finish. Yeah. And the only thing that I would say as far as Gallagher goes, what's his name? John Joe, Gallagher. John, John Gallagher is that I'm willing to bet, like you mm-hmm. started out with, mm-hmm. this is the best piece of film that he's done. I don't think Feast 2, uh-huh. Feast 3, or Piranha Double D. Well, I've seen, I've seen Piranha Three Double D in about the first half hour of. of, of I just two. I think this is as good as it gets with as far as everything he's done because all he's done is hung his hat on. Well, I directed one episode of me Project directing the film. Sure. sure. This film, th- part two, part sure. three, uh-huh. and then I branched off to do a kind of a mock you fakey of piranha well all i'm saying is and, and we could do this for a show but piranha 3 double d didn't impress me too much you yeah. know it was okay i mean there's tons and tons of titties yeah which is good which helps me to enjoy a movie i'll be honest with you right there there's a lot of movies yeah, i love that. it sure. but um this movie in my opinion was head and shoulders above Piranha 3 Double D. Mm-hmm. Now, the first half hour, or maybe half hour, 45 minutes of Feast 2 was basically the same movie, except for it was kind of moved into a, a, a little bit bigger of a scale where they're in a small town as opposed to just one bar. Right. And it was the same monsters coming out to them. So basically the same thing. You know, it was it's kind same... of a good idea when you got a little indie movie to put sure. it in one spot. You put it in one room, one house one sure thing and as they were saying and i watched some of the extras on this it's like basically they called this a 40 million dollar movie but on a budget that's only three million yeah so that's what that was their aspirations but because of budgetary concerns you know they could only do so much so they decided to keep it all here and to me it was funny it was gory it was just it, it some parts were just wild yeah. You know, so, you know, you got to give it that. You got to give it to the fact that this was this, even though he's kind of a horror luminary's son, you've got to give it to the fact that this is this guy's first directorial, right? you know, credit on, you know, and whatever. I mean, a, for God's sakes, we've all seen trauma. Yeah. This is head and shoulders above. Well, a lot the problem of that is, shit. is trauma probably has one one hundredth the budget. Some of those trauma movies have one one hundredth the budget. Yeah. And I one. think, if I remember right, at the end of that Greenlight Project thing uh-huh. was where they were trying to get it distributed. Pick it oh, up. Right. Is someone going to pick it up? And was they the Weinstein's sweating? God, yeah, and they finally yeah. picked it up, but they were sweating bullets because people were really? watching it, going, "No." Really? I'm not going to touch it. They because like, this, oh my this God. to me is heading, like, especially in 2005. I mean, you take away, like, the saws, which, you know, you people can scoff at the, sco- uh, the saws and whatever. Mm. But 2005, you know, was maybe a little bit of a dry spell for horror. And so this movie comes out. It was fun to watch. It's like, I'm amazed that it had, to, it, that it had a hard time getting distributed. And yeah. Well, the Weinsteins. They're not called the Steins for nothing. Those Jewish bastards. I love them. I love them. Listen, 
All I'm saying is this movie, I would say, oh man, this is hard for me because it opens up so great and it ends great, but the middle to me is just kind of rough. Draggy. I would say Jabble. I would give this a rent, a high rent. High rent? High, let's I, give this a high rent. I'm giving it the same as I gave. Bye. Okay. It's a bye. I, well, I mean, it's, it, it's very entertaining. I'm really hoping the Feast 2 is better or the, the Feast 2 is as good as I've heard. I'm but doubting so it. But so far, it seems like basically the same thing, just on a little bit bigger geographic scale. Instead yeah. of just the bar, it's a whole, you know, the whole, uh, uh, town, small town, and whatnot. And, you know, it, it doesn't seem to me to be that it's awesome. It's like John so Cougar Mellon Camp or something. It's a small town, right? Little ditty about Jack and I, yeah. D- yeah, does, 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 does the monster live in a little pink house? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, and, and it's funny because it's got the twin of uh, of that biker chick who gets blown up. It's got her twin coming in with a bunch his of... His wife. So yeah, yeah. That's, with that's, a bunch. Oh, that's funny because you say that because I, I, I started watching it like right after I watched Feast 1. Yeah, and that's Clue, his wife. So. His, his, his hair had grown longer and he's put on a little bit of weight. So like, and it starts like the day after all this shit happens. It's like, man, that was a pretty tough ordeal to put on some weight to grow your hair like that yeah. shit. And I defy anyone to not look at that bar owner and go, that is the drummer for Pantera. <laughs> because it is. Well, dude, except for sometimes... Like, yeah, like, but he's not wearing tap shoes. Well, what? <laughs> the drummer for Pantera likes to wear tap shoes. Like, Vinny, uh, Vinny, Vinny, Vinny Paul. He, he likes to tap, wear like... He wears tap shoes to play. Da- like, uh, are you talking about like like the dance tap type stuff? Yeah. Really? He wears tap shoes. Why? Because he gets good action. <laughs> that guy's been in a bunch of... That's another guy where you'll recognize his face, but won't know his name. Just like the beer guy. Yeah. But listen, this movie is pretty decent. I mean, I would... I enjoyed it. I mean, it's, I mean, we've seen worse. We've seen better on this show, uh, but ain't that the truth? Uh, yeah, absolutely. But you know, after all said and done, um, I'm hoping that part two and part three are better because I've heard so many great things about this, but it just didn't come through for me. I guess maybe, maybe it's just a question of expectations for me. Could be. Yeah. It could be. You know, whatever. I mean, I don't mean to be a downer or whatever. Don't be a Debbie Downer. No, I'm not going to be a Debbie Downer. I'll be a Debbie Gibson and tell you that I'm an electric youth and shit. Electric youth. All I'm saying is, is this movie was good, but maybe I've I've had better. Is all I'm saying. Maybe it's good, but you've had better. Ain't that the truth? You always have better. Well, plus, in number two, they have a huge donged midget that this didn't have. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe I saw the huge Dong Dimension thought number two is amazing compared to this one. I I'm excited to see it. I mean, I'm thinking it's just hopefully they'll put it in that downer part that you're going in the middle. Yeah, yeah here yeah. comes the midget with the ding dong. Oh, yes. hey, it goes past his knee, man. It's, hey, it's that 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 plateaus it right now. I'll tell you what. If I had one, never mind. We won't even go into that. But anyhow, if you had a midget with a long. Dick, I was going to oh, say if mine no. were past my knee. Oh, wow. I was going to say, boy, if I had a midget with a long dick, boy, I'd be down <laughs> at the park right now going, he'll bang you for a buck. <laughs> you'll be, you'll be in like, you'll bang you for a gram of crack. How's that though? Anyway, so I guess that's really all we got. Um, like I said, I got to check out feet. I got to finish feast two sloppy seconds. I got to check out feast three, the happy finish to, you know, to kind of see what happens roundabout. Yeah. Just to finish up the whole thing. But as far as this one's concerned, 
and kind of warm to it, not hot. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? Call it in. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Give us, give us your info. We need your input. I really think. Lefay and all you people that call in and, and Irma Gersh that wins shit from us. <laughs> Everybody, call in. All I'm saying for a Laura, six. Laura, Six, for a 6.4 on IMDb, I was expecting a little bit more. Yeah. And it was good, but it was maybe 5.0 good in my opinion. Yeah. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, people. All you can do is dream, right? I dream big. As big as that midget's dong. Midget dogs. May I say that right now? You can say what you want, babe. <laughs> all right, thing. people. So that that's what we got for Feast. That's all we got for this show. Um, so I like to see in front of a midget dong saying, let me smell your dick. Dude, it would be up your nose and into your... I'm room. out of there, dude. If, if, <laughs> if I saw that, if I saw you hold the holding on to a midget dong... Oh, I'm saying this, let me smell this your when dick. that midget I'm was I'm running... Out. I'm gone. You could... When I, let's say, when I run and I'm naked, my dong isn't flapping around so far that you see it clear out there. As when I'm naked and running, yeah, it's as as contracted. Well, I was going to say, it's kind of like when you as, get out of the swimming it's pool. It's like a turtle head. You know what I mean? <laughs> because if I'm naked and running, that means there's big trouble Nature tells me. you that you need to, 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 to your this thighs. This is your dorsal moment. Sure. This is your time to You're not run. Gonna, but, but... You know, there's nothing sexual fair, about it. He was banging his chick when the monster showed up, so he had a boggy, yeah. and he was running he out, and it was flapping back and forth. All I'm saying is, yeah, it's not it that little midget from uh, the Jackass movies. No, it's a different midget. With a little hairpiece on or something, <laughs> no. And mustache. No, there's more midgets than just that guy. Oh. Okay, it was the guy from. Uh, it was Joe C from uh, from uh, Kid Rock's album. Josie's good. Call me J. J-O-E to the C, fool. Call me Josie. Got more game than Coleco. I'm a free co. Call me sick. I think he's dead. No, you? yeah, he's dead. He wasn't in this at all. That's not funny. You just ruined my whole joke. How dare you How dare talk me? About the I dead get it. People like that. <laughs> I should have respected How the dead. How dare you? I should have respected the dead. You are right. But let's go over the, the question of the episode. Yes. Uh, one, one more time. Um, remember, we're talking about the Twilight Zone. What is the episode of the Twilight Zone that had the most impact on you? Either name the episode or uh, describe the episode for us. Love it. The bone phone number is 385-351-9273. That is 385-351-9273. Or use the speak pipe on corpsecollective.com. Yeah. You got it right there. But other than that, I guess that's all we got. Do you got anything else? <sighs> I don't have anything else. I'm tired. Are you? Uh, where you out? Is that what you're saying? You wear me out every Friday night. Oh yeah, baby, pig. All right. So for the corpse cast, we will catch you guys later. See ya. I'll never be-